0: hello hello welcome to off Off the the book book, the podcast podcast. and in good news we're together we're together um i'm maddie
1: (laughs) (laughs) and i'm beth
0: um and we talk all things yana adult books you know the drill at this point (laughs) Mm -hmm. um this week we
1: are talking about the hate you give by angie thomas yes um i'm gonna be completely honest i read it in a day it's I just, I devoured this book. I started at seven in the morning, I didn't finish until the evening and I just powered through.
0: It took me a bit longer, but only because I was working.
1: Yeah. I was, I had a sick day, so I was off and I just, oh my God. <laughs> um, as per usual, there are going to be spoilers. Uh, there is most likely squaring. Um, I mean, we just have like a bit of a run through just talking about some bits and then I swore quite a bit because I got <laughs> very frustrated because uh, I think this book, it's just so relevant.
0: It it's It is, so yeah. relevant. Um, It's so important as well. All of my notes are off of Spark notes. (laughs) But it makes me happy that this is being taught in schools.
1: It is? Yeah. See, I'm really happy uh, because I work in a school Mm -hmm. and I was in with Year 8 English and there was this this English teacher and I think she's a badass. And she was uh, showing one... Because they're talking about like speeches because it's like they're doing a big thing about making speeches. So she showed... A speech by... Well, the I Have a Dream speech by Martin Luther King Jr. And uh, John Boyega's speech, The Black Lives Matter Round. I mean, I was sat there in class trying, like, don't cry, don't cry. Because it's one of the most, like, heartfelt and emotional speeches. But it's so powerful. Mm -hmm. Um, And like that she's been having these like open conversations because some of the kids were like making speeches about like i think racism is bad we should not mistreat people because of their skin color because as kids like they don't still fully understand the concept Mm -hmm. so then she's kind of like answering questions in class and like i'm doing the same because these kids are going like for example like oh well why did george floyd die and it's kind of like okay well here's a conversation for you and having to break down I mean, it's difficult in, like, an hour-long less long lesson to kind of break down the concept of systematic racism uh-huh. uh, with, ye- like, bottom-set year eights. Yeah. But the conversations are being had, and I think it's so amazing to hear that those conversations are being had. Yeah,
0: there's a... Funny a lot, funnily enough, an English teacher in my school as well who's doing the exact same mm. thing. Not about speeches, but she's been having open conversations about the Black Lives Matter movement.
1: We have, like, artwork all around the school that's, like, saying, like, be open and be accepting. And it's got, like, these little memorials for, like, George Floyd and kind of, like... I think there was one for Breonna Taylor that I saw because it's that thing of, like, all these kids over lockdown have just... You know, they've been on social media, so they've seen these things. And it's been
0: all over TikTok for a while.
1: It was... yeah. Although now, I noticed that TikTok, it had this big moment of like, yeah, we support Black Lives Matter, and it just like whittled out overnight.
0: Yeah, for a while they were really um, promoting black influencers as well. Yeah. And, and now they're all mm. shadow banned. Yep. <laughs> but did you expect anything less from TikTok? Mm. Because I certainly didn't.
1: Mm. Um, I had another point to say, but. Um, so we're going to make references to the book. Uh, we're also going to talk about the film. Maddie's seen the film. Mm-hmm. I uh, have been very busy and I haven't. Before we get on to this book, uh, we have a little section where we basically talk about what we've been reading. So, Maddie, what have you read lately?
0: <laughs> Beth has never been so angry at me, I don't think.
1: I, I I did, before this podcast started, threaten to punch Maddie in the jaw because
0: I disagree with her opinions. So, you'll be happy to know I finally finished King's Cage. Congratulations. Um... Mild spoiler, fuck Cal. (laughs) Why do you hate Cal? I just don't like him. I don't like you. He's okay, but I think he's spineless, and I don't think he can make any decisions by himself. No, but even Mare says he can't. Even Mare is sat there saying how he can't make decisions for himself. I'm not right. So I was on the Maven train for a long time, after this the book Maven train. <laughs> the Maven train. after this book i don't i don't want him to be with mayor i don't i want to make that very clear but i do like his character i prefer his character a thousand times more than cal's character he bores me you bore me thanks <laughs> um anyway yeah i finished that haven't started the next book but i have started cinderella's cinderella's dead which is the book we're going to be doing next week next week
1: we are going to announce our like official november books
0: but um we're not
1: doing that just now
0: um but But i'm very excited to talk about that book
1: i'm excited
0: i'm so passionate i'm ready to
1: go (laughs) i'm like four chapters in and i'm excited i'm i've got three days off because now uh because we have a lot oh there was a really big thing i wanted to talk about pausing this section a lot of our listeners are from the usa yep American listeners, if I can beg you to do one thing, if you are of legal voting oh, age... Yeah. Go and vote. vote. Register to vote, make a plan, tell all your friends and family. If your friends and family don't know who they're going to vote for, look at the information for both sides. I am biased and I say fuck Donald Trump, he's a racist piece of shit.
0: Not that we but, can say much, yeah, not that we can say much. look at Boris Johnson. We've got Bobo the clown. <laughs> um,
1: but like, if I can ask you to do one thing today, it is make sure that you are registered, I think... Uh, Hold on, I because uh, I don't understand American politics, but I know Me that neither. everyone everyone can do early voting, but early voting is starting to close in different states. Um, So if you're signed up and eligible for early voting, please go do it. I think the final day that people can cast their vote is on November 3rd. I think that's the big election day. Please, I beg you, like the majority of our listeners are from America. Please, this is one of the most important elections I think we've ever had fuck donald trump <laughs> yeah there. um in the words of oh gosh what i don't know what uh oh what's his name um david diggs uh-huh. if you were a fan of hamilton you are aware of who david diggs is if he, not find out uh, find out he is one of the most beautiful men i've ever seen um but he has a music group i think it's called like clippings or something and he has a music group and he has a song which is on uh tiktok and the lyrics are just donald trump is a white supremacist full stop if you vote for him again, you're a white supremacist. Yeah. Um, obviously, we can't sway your votes. That's not what we're here to do. But please, consider what's ha- what shit has gone <laughs> not down. Not that we're in- going to have much influence. <laughs> I know. Yes, but the majority of our listeners are from the US, so I feel like it is important. I, I just beg you, make sure you are registered to vote. Make sure you vote and encourage everyone you know to vote. Um, it is, yeah, it's super important. I've literally been thinking about that. That's like the one comment yes. I wanted to make. Um, I think it's, again, also super topical for what we're talking about, because Mm. the two different parties have some very different views. Um, Anyway, what are you reading? (laughs) um, So I, as I mentioned, I read The Hate You Give in a Day, because I thought it was just phenomenal. I read The Shadows Between Us by, I think it's Trisha Levenstead?
0: Levenseller, something like that. Which, but sorry (laughs) to interrupt, I... That book arrived in the post today. I was going to borrow yours, and then I decided I just wanted the book, you know, adding yeah. to my personal library. Yes. Um, I'm very underwhelmed is that the right word? With the book. All have the you pictures. I have no, just the look of it. I know I shouldn't judge it I by like, its cover. I
1: like the undercover. I
0: like the undercover too, but it's always so pretty on TikTok. And yeah. then I got it, and it was the, the thinnest book I've read yeah. in a very long time. I'm interested to hear your
1: thoughts on the book itself. I've seen some very, like, on... Because we made a TikTok where we, like, asked people, like, what their thoughts are. And I've seen, like, a real variety of... Some people hated it. Mm-hmm. Some people loved it. Some people couldn't even make it through, like, chapter one. Yeah.
0: Um,
1: but, yeah. So, I read that book in two days. I'm going to save my opinions because we are going to talk about that book at some point. Uh, I'm going through and making notes at the moment. Um, and I... Again, I have three days off. Like, this is, like, the English half-term time. Uh-huh. But I have two jobs. So <laughs> I only have three days off. Um, so I am planning to finish Song of Achilles, uh, which I know is going to emotionally wreck me. But I'm here for it. Mm-hmm. I also... I was talking to an account last night. There is um There is a TikToker that we're friends with. Um, I've forgotten her name, but she was very, very kind. And she's a big John Green fan. And... She kind of basically made me decide that I'm going to read Turtles All The Way Down.
0: I wanted to read that and then I was speaking- I feel like I was speaking to you and you started reading it. Yeah, back like two years yeah. ago. Yeah, and you wasn't like overly I, impressed.
1: I wasn't overly impressed, but I want to give it another chance. Um, I also need to get- I had, again, in- oh, I meant to text you this earlier. So I was at work today and I had this like feeling, I was like, I want to go home. But I didn't mean like home home from work, even though I did, because it was an awful day. I realized I was thinking of um of the throne of glass world and I want to like go home to those comfort characters even though tower of dawn is going to bore me but I'm going to get through it and I love King- tower of dawn. and kingdom of ash is um going to emotionally wreck yep. me uh I I still yearn to be with those comfort characters. I was literally
0: thinking about that the other day because I really wanted to pick up Air of Fire. Really wanted to pick up Air of Fire. Yeah, and but you uh, don't have it because I, I don't do. have it because you have it. False. which is a good thing because I don't have time to reread them. But Yes. um, but they're so good. They are so good. I also wanted to give um Queen of Shadows another chance because everybody loves it. Yeah, and I really didn't. I hated it.
1: Also, I found the account. Her name. Her TikTok name is uh Reading to Escape Present, um. And she's just really lovely and we had a really great chat because uh, like I was just messaging every second like what's your favourite book? What's your favourite John Green book? Duh, 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 duh. And she actually was super nice and said um, we could figure out a deal of like if we want to get the special Barnes and Noble copy of A Court of Silver Flames. The one with, with Azriel's point of with, view. <laughs> with Azriel's point of view. She was like if you want some help I can help you out and oh my god I'm, I love you but she might be one of my new book friends. I didn't say book best friend because you do have the power to kill me. Um, (laughs) Why do you make it sound like I'm so aggressive? Listen, Madison, you are tiny but powerful. I've never been aggressive towards my friends though, have I?
0: Listen, love, that wasn't to you. (laughs) That was to someone having a go at me because of you. (laughs) They were just having a go at you because they were drunk. No, because you was crying. So we had to leave and I was, like, trying to get you out of the club. So she walked into me. This was your fault. <laughs> this was your fault. Uh, you know what?
1: <laughs> I'm going to subtly change the conversation to the book The Hate You Give by Angie Thomas.
0: Okay. Um. um so I did some research. Mm-hmm. I'm not saying it's accurate at all. Could be wrong. If I'm wrong, someone correct me. Um. But from what I figured out... It was originally a short story that Andrew Thomas wrote during college mm-hmm. that was influenced by the Oscar Grant shoot mm-hmm. So I did some research because I didn't know what this was or what happened. Mm-hmm. Oscar Grant was on the train. Um, one of his friends recognised him and that meant that some people from like a rival gang recognised him and they started a fight on the train. So the police were called and um, long story short, he was dragged off of the train I'm going to call them Officer 1 and Officer 2 because I don't think they deserve to have names mm. out there.
1: But at the same time, they don't have... They
0: shouldn't have the right to, like, have their names protected, which is my... Yeah, I know, but I don't know. I don't know their names. I've just mm. written down o- Officer mm-hmm. 1 and Officer 2. Officer 2 um, held him down, then on his back, whilst Officer 1... Actually, we should probably give a trigger warning. Trigger warning. I mean, it's this is kind a, of... This is a, like, This yeah. is a very upsetting
1: book, and we will be discussing... Things like this.
0: Yeah. Um, whilst Officer 1, thinking somehow that he was trying to reach for his taser, shot him in the back. Y- How are you shooting someone from the back if they're trying to reach for your taser? How? How is that physically possible? I don't understand. It's the... just their version of legalised murder. Yep. So, Officer 1 was given two years involuntary manslaughter. Two years. He committed murder? He committed murder. Fuck whoever made that rule in i don't understand i don't get it and officer two the one who held him down didn't get nothing he was just fired
1: you're actually kidding me you're fucking um, kidding
0: yeah so i didn't know about that situation that's
1: one that I've, I've never I've heard, heard that heard story before if um if you've read the book this is skipping right to the last page um and we'll cover it later but it's just it's just a list of names and it broke my heart how many of those. I was reading, I was crying reading because I was like, Mm. I know these names. Mm. I've seen, like, I've seen those videos because it's a thing of like, you see a video on the internet, you click it and you don't realise what it is until you then go and you're like, oh, fuck.
0: Yeah. And I remembered so many of them and it was fucking horrendous. Yeah. So, apparently that's what it was based on. Yeah. But I don't know if that's 100% true. This Mm. is just what
1: I was going to make a quick point about... Um, so I was doing my research, um, and I don't know, I found an interesting fact that I didn't know about the film. Did you know that there was a casting controversy?
0: About Amanda Steinberg. No. No, I, there was a controversy around her what as well. What was the
1: controversy around Amanda? Because I'd like to say, I, I love Amanda Steinberg and I think her performance was wonderful. It
0: was wonderful. Um, so there's a couple of... Um, influencers, YouTubers who I was watching to see their reviews. I sent you them. Yes. Um and I didn't know this was an issue, but I don't know how to do you know how to say that?
1: I thought you meant the advert. No not the advert. I don't know how to say it.
0: Okay, well we'll link it down below. Um but there's a YouTuber and she was saying how because amandla is mixed, it opens up discussion for her um heritage so people i don't i i don't fully understand it go and watch the video to see her point of view because i watched this like three days ago um but they said that it should have been someone with darker skin who was Mm -hmm. cast um but maybe the cast because in regards to hollywood and in regards to
1: broadway and the west end a lot of it is like she is a well-known name, especially yeah. with the YA genre. Because yeah. as we spoke about, she was cast, and there was another like racial kind of like people were like, "Well, why is in the Hunger Games? Why is Rue black?" Yeah, which but she is, she in, the is books. in the books. Um, but I think maybe it's because she is such a
0: well-known name, and as well, her performance is phenomenal. Yeah, like I. Hats off to her. Mm. Her acting is incredible. I 100% mm. believe her performance.
1: Like, I've not, I've not seen the film yet, but I've seen a lot of clips, and, like, her performance is wonderful.
0: Yeah, but apparently there was con- some controversy around um, people thinking that it should have been someone mm. with darker skin. Well, I have a different controversy. Tell me about this. controversy. So, they wrapped the filming, they'd done the whole film,
1: and it wasn't KJ Appa, who everybody knows from Riverdale, the character of chris who is um who is stars like white boyfriend mm-hmm. was actually a youtuber turn I-, I didn't know he's an actor now called kian lawley who i remember growing up and i'd seen him how do i spell that i recognize um, the name kian lawley or Lawley. got it uh lawley kian lawley so he was cast uh they did the whole film and then they wrapped and a few months after f- or weeks or months after filming a video circulated of Lawley using, I think, the N word and making like racial, like talking about racial stereotypes. So immediately, that was so hurtful to like everybody on the production team, like the whole cast and crew. Who, if I read correctly, I think it was like the majority of the cast and the
0: crew were black. Yeah, um, which, uh, except, which is, from writer, we'll have, except from the writer, but we'll except from the writer, but we'll talk about that. Like in a the minute. writer of the film. Yeah, not the writer, um, not the author of the book. The writer of the film. Um, but, the screenplay. Sorry, the correct yes. terminology.
1: But um, so there was that question of, like, what are they going to do? So they kind of decided the best thing to do is to recast because they spent so much time and effort and kind of love creating this film, which is such an important film, and it's from an important book. Um, They didn't want the, like, message of the movie to be tarnished by this one person. And Kane Lawley, he did... I think he called the director and he did call Angie Thomas and make an apology. And Angie Thomas turned around and was like, you know, I... I forgive you but I need you to understand that this project is so important Mm -hmm. not just to us as a cast and a crew but it's in it's important to a lot of people and Kian was like no I completely understand and respect your decision to kind of cut me from the film you know I I support that um and he was then dropped by his agent as well good um which I'm like well for that racist behavior
0: how are you going to be in a film like this that is so important And then do something like that. Well,
1: apparently they were like old videos that resurfaced, but obviously we never know like when these videos and stuff are made and come out. Um, So then they were thinking, okay, what are we going to do? Apparently KJ Appa had initially been considered for the role, but he was off filming Riverdale, so we couldn't, his schedule wouldn't match
0: up. (laughs) Good old Archie. (laughs) Good old Archie. Um,
1: But then when they kind of reached out again and he was like, no, I am available, I would love to be a part of this project. And I will give props to him, because I think it was described, like, for him kind of coming onto the set where the last actor in that role had been a bit of a dick, mm-hmm. um, he said that there was a lot of tension, but he was like, I just focused on telling the story of Chris and, like, how, like, how he helps the other characters, how he interacts with them, his focus was that his focus was that. Um, And apparently he even out of the blue called Angie Thomas and just said, look, I wanna focus on making sure that I am the most supportive cast member I can be, but also I wanna tell this story. And I think, again, from these articles that I've read, that meant a lot to Angie because she was like, actually, you know, with all this drama, it was really, Mm -hmm. really difficult. But the biggest difficulty was obviously, there's a lot of intensity in the scenes because Star is in every scene that Chris is in. yeah, And a lot of them, there's a lot of emotion and amanda stenberg had worked her ass off and she had to kind of go back and like mentally kind of relive those moments of emotion but i mean
0: in the end of it the film came out really really well you know is that why chris are oh, you haven't seen the film but you know at the end of the protest yes um chris is there is in the book he's there he's... when the fire
1: yes he's there
0: chris just disappears in the film i'm not i'm not kidding so they go and they um this is not a spoiler. sorry. Yeah, we're jumping ahead. Um, they go go and get seven because it's not Devante in the film. Go and get seven from King's house. They take Kenya and Lyric to their grandmas, and then they they're driving. And I don't I don't know if Chris then goes with Kenya and Lyric or what happens. Because he's suddenly there with the protest and then all of a sudden he's, he's not. Gone. <laughs> he's gone. It's not there. Yeah. <laughs> I was really confused. Yeah. So maybe they couldn't, they didn't have time to... Mm. But then the other guy would have been there. So maybe he just wasn't in that part in yeah. the film anyway. Yeah. Um, I don't know. It was a bit weird. Yeah.
1: But we'll come back to that because we just skipped massively ahead. So we'll go back to the beginning. So chapter one. I also like how they Book is split up into little sections. So it goes from chapter one, when it happens. So we meet the main character, her mm-hmm. name is Star. Uh we learn that she has and it took me a little while to understand it. So she has a brother called Seven, but Seven so, is like a half brother.
0: Yeah, so there's Star, she's friends with this girl called Kenya. Um it is Kenya, right? Yeah. Yeah.
1: Kenya's also related to Seven. Yeah. They're so they also...
0: share a half brother. Yes that's how it was easiest for me to work it yes. out. so star's dad and kenya's mum had seven yes um it's also established in this first
1: chapter that um star goes to a different school mm-hmm. um and she has kind of two different versions of herself one at school and then one when she is i think it's called is it garden heights is where they live yeah, they live in Garden Heights. Um, and at the moment, like in this first chapter, she's at a spring break party, and people only know her because uh, she works at her dad's kind of I think it's a convenience store. Yeah. So she works there, and that's how people know her. Dad's called Big Mav, mm-hmm. which is you know Maverick is his name. Um, and so a lot of people know him. We kind of find out throughout the book that he used to I think be involved in some of the gang stuff, but he kind of there's like a really big um drug dealer kind of like gangster called King. Yeah. And. Maverick was able to kind of get out of that kind of gang life by taking the blame for something that King did. Yeah, And he went so to prison for three
0: years. There's the King Lords and the Garden... Garden something, I can't remember. The, there's two gangs. There's two gangs. And King runs the King Lords, and Big Mav used to be part of that. But yeah, yeah. like Beth said, he took the blame for King, went mm. to prison for three years, and then once he got out... King let him get out of that world because he'd taken that yeah. hit for him so
1: um so we know that Starfield's uh left out because she's from a different background we also know that she has a boyfriend called Chris from mm-hmm. this other school but she's currently ignoring him at this point we don't know why um but also there's a boy called is it Khalil or Khalil 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 I think I um, hope and it's established from the beginning he used to be an old friend of stars, also reading the book, and he's described as being like really good looking and I was like i was, like trying to imagine and i found it was is it Algie... Al- i don't know the name of the guy, but I think he's the guy from euphoria who i oh he's he is gorgeous, I think it was a good casting um he's there and he's like super social um and he's talking to in her. the
0: film he's is really smooth mm. <laughs> really <laughs> which smooth. is how I imagined him. <laughs> yeah.
1: um Kenya kind of, like, abandons her at this party because she's, like, adamant she's going to go fight with somebody else.
0: Yeah, so she um, meets up with two friends and they recognise Star and they're like, oh, we went to elementary school together and Star tries to play it off like she recognises them too, but she honestly... But has... they're, like,
1: they're, like, stop lying. Yeah, like, don't lie. Like, we know.
0: Yeah, so then she goes off to try and fight Dinasia, who's yeah. uh, flirting with Devonta. And then Khalil comes over and they're talking
1: and they're kind of, like, just vibing and then... There's a kind of, like, argument, and then somebody gets shot at the party. So Khalil kind of, like, takes Star's hand, and they run. Mm-hmm. And he gets her into a car, and they're driving away, and he's just like, okay, are you okay? Um, he offers to give her a lift Yeah, you know, he's like, where do you want me to go, to your house or to your dad's shop? And she keeps asking him things, like, what are you doing? Like, you, like I think she even asks like, if he's doing drugs... At one point, and he's just shutting them down, like, hey, don't ask me things like that.
0: Yeah, she asks him if he's dealing drugs, and Mm. he's like, just mind your own business. Yeah.
1: And, like, there's a really interesting discussion about... Is it Tupac? Tupac?
0: Tupac, yeah. Um, Fug Life.
1: Yeah, Fug Life, and they're talking about the definition of the song, which I have written down somewhere. Um, But as the chapter
0: is ending... Behind them a cop car appears. Oh and wait, did we, t- we want to talk about that? So I've got it written down from the Spark notes. Okay. Um it says While in the car, Khalil plays Tupac Tupac's album, Fug Life. Star teases him for playing older music, but Khalil insists that the album still holds relevance. He explains that FUG Life is an acronym that stands for the hate you give little infant infants fucks everyone, which means that society's violence creates problems for its so it, problems for itself. Hmm. Um I thought like I read that bit about the cop lights and I was like oh no. No, no I know no. yeah. Uh so chapter 2. Oh wait, sorry. Mm-hmm. They briefly mentioned the t- Okay, so we got cut off. My brother rang me um and then we got distracted by Harry Styles. Cuz Harry Styles has released a music video to Golden and uh-huh. I
1: I just said to Maddie that I would sacrifice her to I I would literally risk it all to run through an Italian town with Harry Styles.
0: And I told her she can ha- happily let her sacrifice me. Thank
1: you and I would let you sacrifice me.
0: <laughs> um i don't know if we caught it before i was saying they briefly mentioned natasha Mm
1: -hmm. um they
0: talk about how when they were younger they would play like harry potter and they had wands and yes and there's there was three of them because it was khalil natasha
1: and star Mm -hmm. and they were all kind of friends when they were younger yeah um we find out more about natasha later and like what happened to her um but also here's my thing um so star explains at the beginning of the chapter that when she was younger, her parents had two talks with her. One was about the birds and the bees, and the other was what to do if she's ever stopped by a cop. Um And, like, the quote was... Um, and this is what made me emotional. Uh Mama first and told Daddy I was too young to hear about that. Daddy said I wasn't too young to get arrested or shot. In the past few months, I've seen a video coming out where it is parents having that conversation with mm-hmm. their little kids. And I, I, I struggle to get through it because it's that thing of, like... Like, these kids are so young, they shouldn't have to think about this, but for them it's like an automatic thing
0: mm-hmm.
1: and I like the fact that there is, we're seeing more of the fact that that is a reality, so in Grey's Anatomy, uh, there is a character called Dr. Bailey, she's an absolute badass I love her um, but her and her husband have to sit down and explain to her teenage son what to happen if he's ever pulled over by a cop and how to make sure that he can get out of that situation alive so that he knows he did everything right and it's
0: heartbreaking that that is a reality it's not fair kids shouldn't have to deal with that bullshit like like, that's nobody should but especially young kids they don't need as a kid you think the world's like this fantasy world don't you Mm -hmm. and then
1: it's like as a kid you're in this kind of world and you think you're in the safety of your parents Uh and then like something bad happens and then you realise that the real world is shit Mm -hmm. and your parents can't always protect you and it's that most horrific thing Um, but it's the point where Star kind of just turns around and goes, she hopes that somebody had the same talk with Khalil
0: yeah, Um, so she says, and he's apparently pulled over for a broken table, oh yeah, she says there's four things, four important things that her dad told her, Mm. hands on the dash, don't make any sudden movements because cops get nervous when you move, Mm. Um, only speak when spoken to and to take note of their appearance and if possible their badge number, Mm. so she notices that this cop is badge number Mm. 115 I also just like from another
1: time period, I, I read on the internet another tip was to have like your driver's license and your insurance in your um in the mirror thing that's like above, yeah, like you can like use the visor, it in, the visor that's it, you yeah. can have it there. Mm-hmm. So instead of reaching down and cops being like, well, what are they reaching for and giving them an excuse, not giving them an excuse, but like giving the cop the moment that they can go, oh no, this is a moment I can do something, yeah, um, having it up the top and you just yeah. Not that it should have to Not, be something yeah. that you think about but Um So the cop basically kind of like pulls him out of the car and is like, Put your hands on Dash. Yeah. And here's my thing. So in the in the book, he just kind of leans down and asks Scar asks Scar like, Are you okay? And then he gets shot mm-hmm. three times. Yep. In the film, um, he, he reaches down. in to get his hair brushed. Yeah. Which I thought was interesting. Yeah. Because In the book, it's so, like, open... And, I mean, in neither situations... It shouldn't happen. But in the book, he's literally just saying, are you okay? okay. And he gets shot. In this one, he pulls for a hairbrush, and then that's what the police officer uses as, well, it looked like a gun. Yeah. I thought that was an interesting adjustment to the film. Mm. I also didn't like, in the film, we saw the police officer going, like, where's the gun, where's the gun? Realising it's a hairbrush, and then going, oh, my God, oh, my God. I'm like, oh, no, I don't want to see that cop's sympathy. Fuck the cop. Fuck him. Um... But then she gets out of the car and runs to Khalil and is crying her eyes out, and this cop is like, has
0: his gun on her the whole time. Which, in the film, he puts handcuffs on her. And then has like, the gun on her. Yeah.
1: Um, chapter three, other officers and an ambulance arrive.
0: Yeah, so he holds the gun on her until... Until... Backup, the backup essentially, orders. arrives. We'll be back in two seconds. Okay. It's recording. <laughs> Hello. Hello. So my brother showed up, and then we had to pause it. But we're going to get back on track um oh no it's gonna start playing <laughs> the Trailer. we watched the chilling <laughs> adventures of sabrina which i'm mad that trailer for season four i'm
1: mad that that's ending now
0: I'm but mad, we can but talk about see, it another yeah. time.
1: Mm-hmm. um so other officers and ambulances arrived um she sat in the back of the ambulance and the line that got me was she literally just said she can't breathe and i was like oh god um mm-hmm. Uh, also a lot of people have arrived because in the book it's established that apparently it's a really really quiet street not many people live there so I don't know
0: if people heard the gunshot and came running um, they left Killil. I don't know if. Mm. by the sounds of things there's a lot of gunshots all the time mm. they left Killil's body uncovered and there, there's lots of police rooting through his car and it's like they're looking for something to pin him for she says as well that it's kind of like they left his body uncovered as like a warning which yeah. is really twisted yeah um, although that's
1: just the American police. fucked. Mm-hmm. Um, the cop who shot him is sat by the side of the road being really sad. I'm like, fuck that guy. Uh, Star's dad appears and they're like, we're taking you home, sweetie. Um, and I think this is when she has the flashback and we find out that her friend Natasha was killed when she was 10 years old. She was shot in the middle of the street. Uh, Star managed to jump into a rose bush but avoid to avoid it, but her friend Tash was killed. Mm-hmm. Um, and her mum... She was 10. She was 10. Um... Her parents take her home and start... I think that's, like, a nightmare, where she just remembers what happened.
0: Yeah, she, and she wakes up... Um, at, like,
1: five in the morning, and apparently her mum, like, sat with her through the night knowing that it was going to be, like, really traumatic.
0: Um,
1: it's a Saturday, so she goes to work with her dad. Kenya
0: walks in and they talk about Khalil. And hang on. or like We've we been th- missed something. No, we haven't. I'm sure we have. That's not what my notes say. Um... Because they go to the shop and all the customers like know about the shooting, but nobody knows that she was there. I've got... Oh, no, maybe. It says, At breakfast, Star worries about the type of backlash she might get if the news leaks her identity. Um, they then decide to keep it a secret, even like going to the extent of not telling Star's younger brother Sakani. Mm-hmm. Um, she says she mm-hmm. swore that she would speak out against police brutality if she ever witnessed it, but she can't bring mm-hmm. herself to do it now. Um, yeah, so she, then she goes to the shop. Yeah, then she goes to the shop. She works and, like, people come in and they all know about the shooting and she's just kind
1: of there, like... "Mm
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, they... Kenya they go and, arrives and they some talk lunch yeah they go get food and then king who is this gangster appears uh-huh. and he tries to offer star money and she declines on her and then her dad maverick appears and he stands up and is like look number one don't offer my daughter money she mm-hmm. does not need that number two stop
0: hitting seven which is his son and um star and kenya's half yeah because king is ma- not married king is seeing aisha which is Seven's mom. seven's mum and kenya's mum yeah um, this is the first time we hear about the whole situation with Maverick being part of the King Lords and going to prison. All of that is mm. mentioned here. Um, yeah. The next is, goes to chapter four. Yeah. Star wakes up from a nightmare, um, but she goes to the kitchen, but she's interrupted. She interrupts an argument between Maverick mm. and her uncle Carlos, who helped raise her when Maverick was in prison. prison. Um, um, but he is also a cop. He is also a cop, and he wants Star to testify about the shooting. Um, this is the first time we see Uncle Carlos. He go. He mentions that this isn't a race thing.
1: Mm. Um, he also knows the cop, and the cop is called
0: Brian. Yeah, um, and he also mentions that Khalil was a drug dealer who threatened one fifteen. So therefore, mm. one fifteen was defending himself. I don't know if he says so many words, but that is the intention mm. behind what he's saying. Um, um,
1: Star agrees to talk to the cops.
0: Yeah, and she also agrees to go see Khalil's grandma on Sunday morning. Yep, and the chapter ends with her going to see Miss Miss Ros- Rosalie. Yeah, Miss
1: Rosalie. Um, Miss Tammy, who was Khalil's no Khalil's aunt. Uh huh. Um, it was best friends with Star's mum, so that's how I think they all know each other, and they've always supported each other.
0: Um, yeah, Miss Rosalie,
1: who is the grandma.
0: Yeah, she used to babysit Star and yeah. seven. Yeah, and
1: that's how like.
0: Um khalil and
1: star met mm-hmm. and miss rosalie i don't know how she knows but she knows that star was with him when he died yep and she's like i don't want to hear what happened but i'm just it makes me happy to know that he wasn't alone and that he had you with him because he's never had another friend like you and mm-hmm. like blessed star is there and she's kind of like reminiscing and remembering all these memories memories that she had with him in that house yeah that, that place um and then it's chapter five Yep. It's a Monday and after school and Star is going to talk to the detectives. Um, oh, after school she's going to talk to the detectives. Yep. Um, but out of school, the whole... She gets into a... Well, uh, before that, it's... And there's, like, an ongoing thing about her family all hold hands and they say a little oh, prayer. Yeah. And, like, her dad leads the prayer. And I think he was, like, you know, I'm praying for my daughter because she's going to do a really
0: difficult thing today and I just hope that she makes it through all right. We forgot to mention as well, um, Maverick, like, made them learn the ten-point program of the black panthers Mm. um so they they can just recite that he can give them a number and they can just recite it he made specifically star and seven learn it Mm. um and there's like pictures of um big names in the yeah in the civil rights movement like around the store and their house um sakani's too young to really understand he's what seven eight yeah um, so he can't do it, but Seven and Star, that's a whole big thing. I just yeah. thought we should mention that because it comes up later. Um, Star
1: goes into school. We learn that she's kind of got
0: like two main like
1: friends. Mm-hmm. So there is Haley, and it's Maya. Maya, yeah. We also learn that like Hay- her friendship with Haley doesn't exist outside of school because, I mean, this was a bit of a throwback because they Tumblr <laughs> Tumblr is the thing that they were friends on, and um, Star reblogged an image of Emmett Till. Who um, was an innocent boy who was killed because mm-hmm. people are fucking racist assholes. Yep. Um, and Haley was upset that Star would share something like that, so she unfollowed her on Tumblr. And then, like, ever since they've started to drift apart, and they don't have really their friends at school, but like, they don't not like. It's it's all Nothing yet. much else. Um, we also meet her boyfriend Chris because uh, he's yep. waiting outside class, and we find out the reason that. Um, Star and Chris aren't talking is because they were, you know, kissing and like being a couple, and then he pulled out a condom, even though she'd spoken to him like the week before and been like, "I'm not comfortable with having sex yet." Um, Chris and her kind of like talk and they start to bond, but I think and like he think I think he puts his hands on her like not in like an aggressive in like to like hold her, mm-hmm. and she just has a flashback to the shooting and she just walks away. Mm-hmm. She walks
0: into class, teary eyes. Which in the film. In the film, okay. It is the most. Cringy section of the film yes so but I'm on, just gonna call youtube him...
1: it's, it was <laughs> but reported but it's as the most romantic scene
0: i was howling it was so uncomfortable so in the book he like um plays the fresh prince um theme, yeah because that's like their way of connecting yeah and he's like making a fool of himself dancing in the corridor yeah. that sort of thing in the film, however, I think they just couldn't get the rights to the song mm. or something. So instead he just plays her some beats. That he has made. <laughs> he has made.
1: She makes a kind of like, he thinks he's like DJ Khaled or uh-huh, something. Uh-huh,
0: yep. And they're talking about how good it is. Or like, it's alright. Yeah. It's okay. And he's like, no, it's fire. It's fire. And I said to Beth when we was watching that like, specific clip i was like it reminds me of when we were really younger <laughs> that we were really young and mcdonald's would sell like these like mini ipod things that yes. would sell, <laughs> play music and it
1: sounds like that yeah it's it's not a fire track i'm not gonna hear it in like a club <laughs> no. uh but the thing that i find really interesting so it's established in the beginning that there are two versions of star there is the version which is herself when mm-hmm. she's at home but also then when she goes to her school she is like a different version Start- of herself f- Start 2.0. Like, she doesn't use any slang. She, like, her voice changes mm-hmm. slightly when, not just at school, but whenever she to- talks to certain members of authority. Yeah. She's really careful about, like, what words she says. She wants to make sure she means what she says. She doesn't give anyone what she refers to as, like, stankai. Um, and, like, she's just so careful. However, all of the cool kids use that slang. Yeah. Um, I also think, like, she's really used in her school as, like, that kind of. Because, what there's another guy. I think that. She talks about it's only her and this guy, they're the only black students yeah. in the school. They're so like they're the automatically token. cool because people use them as those like yeah. token like black people in the school. Yeah. Um but it's such a double standard because like star is there like so careful because she doesn't want to be seen as ghetto or referred to as ghetto but all of the behaviours she's not exhibiting at school, all of her friends do it, to be cool. Yeah. And why is it cool? Because they're white and they're taking this culture from other people. Which is basically what white
0: people have done since the dawn of fucking time. I mean, it's what we're good at. <laughs> and at this point, uh, not us specifically, white people. White. white. People. So I saw someone on TikTok say there's a difference between people who happen to be white and white white people. (laughs) Yes.
1: I've seen this conversation. So, and I'm, there's a specific example of, um, there's the actor Chris Evans. Mm -hmm. So he is known as, like, Christopher Robert Evans is a white man. Christopher Jamal Evans is a white man. And, like, I couldn't, I can't explain it to you, but I understand it on a level, like, deep down. Yeah. There are two versions of him. Yeah. And, like, Christopher Robert Evans might get slapped. Christopher Jamal Evans... That's a different story. I don't know who you're talking about. (laughs) You are not on that side of TikTok, clearly.
0: Chris Evans' TikTok is a wonderful place to be. I feel like I was on it for like a day and then it's gone. Yeah. I don't stay on my side of TikTok for very long. You know what? I'm
1: going to change... So our current TikTok thing is all like Harry Potter. I'm going to change it to be Chris Evans' TikTok.
0: No. Yes. No. I don't want it. Yes,
1: you do. So back to the book. Um... So, it's now after school, she's walking with Haley across the parking lot, Seven picks her up, and uh, Seven has a girlfriend called Layla, and um, they've got their little brother in the car as well, and they're driving, and there's like a patrol car that pulls up behind them. Mm-hmm. I think it's just like a local security thing, it's not like police. Yeah. But then again, I don't know if it's like a... I don't know the difference because I don't know the American, like, cop system. Um, but they all kind of, like, they turn off the music and they just get so tense. And then, like,
0: the car drives off. But and the, the car is like, they're like, why are you turning the music? He just doesn't, he just doesn't understand. understand. Um, and then
1: they pick up food and they go to their mum's work. Oh, also, we forgot to say, back when Star went to Miss Rosalie's, um, or, like, Khalil's grandma's house, we find out that Khalil's mum is a drug addict. Yep. And, like, they don't even, they're like, we don't even know if she knows what happened. Mm-hmm. Um, so when Star and her family go to their mum's work and they're trying to eat food, um, one of the nurses comes in and tells Star's mum that, um, like, Khalil's mum is there. Yeah, her name's Brenda. And she's bawling her eyes out there, like, they killed my baby. And she-
0: I think she has a moment where she's like, I could get clean, but like, he doesn't, he's not on this earth anymore, why, so why should point? I bother? What's yeah. the point? And then Star's mum is like, no, we're gonna get you clean, like, you need to, because yeah. she- he- Khalil had a young- has a younger brother,
1: I think, ha- yeah, has a brother.
0: Yeah, and she's like, no, you need to be there for him. You wasn't there for Khalil, so you need to be there yeah. for him. Um, I will help you find help. We'll get you clean.
1: And then Star kind of gets angry yeah. um and because she's like well why why is she sad because she was never there for him Mm -hmm. and Star's mom kind of snaps and is like yeah but you need to understand that Khalil was still her son she carried him and she nurtured him and she loved him and yeah her life went off in a different direction not one that she planned but she was still her mom and it's a point when then Star looks at Khalil's mom and is like I'm not her biggest fan but she has his eyes yeah and I can see that and I can respect that Mm -hmm. um chapter six
0: they go to the police her, station. Yes, it's her and
1: her mum. Uncle Carlos is there. His photos on his desk, like half of them are of his actual family, half of them are of like Star and Seven yeah. and stuff. Um she also like immediately cops like how many officers are there like are in the room and like how many guns they have. Um she goes to the interrogation room and she sits with her mother. Um and again it's mentioned that Star changes the way she's speaking depending on like the authority figure. So she's making sure she means every word. And she doesn't use any slang. Um, And the questions kind of start off like, okay, well, how long have you known him? So what happened? And then they're like, okay, so did he sell drugs? Well, we think he sold drugs. Yeah. And it's not relevant. No,
0: there's hardly any questions focused on the police officer. You know, the one who just shot and murdered a kid. Yeah. Or um, just the situation in general. Like, what happened? How was the police officer acting? Yeah. Hardly any of that. It was like, um, was he selling drugs? Was he part of the King Lord's? Yeah,
1: they're basically trying to, like, you like scapegoat his yeah. own murder and be uh-huh. like, it was his fault. Yeah, And that happens every damn fucking time. Yep. I'm gonna go on a momentary rant, but they did the same fucking thing with Brianna Taylor, yep. who was asleep in her fucking house, and they were like, oh, well, like, we're looking for her ex-boyfriend. And they just go in shooting. Yeah. And they killed this woman. And now, when... Sorry, I feel like I keep saying I'm pausing. This is just my aggressive hands. They, um they like found a photo of her holding a gun once and they're like well look at the kind of person
0: she was she was an innocent woman sleeping she was asleep she was no threat to anybody the
1: only but this is what makes me so fucking angry the only person like the only reason somebody was charged is because a bullet hit the wall and it could have hit the neighbors yeah not because she was murdered but because it could have murdered the person next door yeah and that is fucking disgusting yeah Um, there is one sentence, though, in this bit where she's kind of, like, standing up and she's like, excuse me, like, you can't say this about him, why are you changing the subject? And they're asking questions, and the sentence that struck me was, well, he didn't pull the trigger on himself. Yeah. I thought that was so powerful, because they're trying to twist his murder and be like, yeah, well, it was Khalil's fault, he was a drug dealer, he was this, he was that, and she's like, yeah, but he didn't kill himself. He didn't pull that trigger.
0: Yeah, and she realises that they're trying to twist her words as well. Yeah.
1: And they turn around and they're like, yeah, well, Khalil didn't stay put, and I'm like, Don't try and demonise him. He was a teenager. He was a boy.
0: And there was no gun there. There was... It was a hairbrush. But
1: even then, like, in the book, that's
0: not even it. He just says, are you okay? And that's the excuse. They're like, nope, that's... We'll shoot him for that. Um, so... (sighs) I think it gets to the part where he Khalil is shot. Like when they're talking about it, and mm. Star breaks down, and her mum's like, "No, nah, like we're done here. We're not mm. doing this." But anymore. then, like Star
1: keeps standing, but like, no, I, I can do this. Like yeah. I can talk about this.
0: Yeah. But eventually, her mum does take is her out. Like, no, this out. is yeah. it. Um, um, chapter seven. So this is the first time that Khalil's name appears on the news, but they report him, of course, as a suspected drug dealer because mm. that's all he is apparently, mm. and it's at this point as well suspected. Why are you putting that in the news, then? Yeah. If you... Hmm.
1: Um... We find out Khalil's is gonna be on Friday. This is, like, really off-topic, because, number one, we know it's a week after his death. This is just a very off-topic, slightly morbid conversation about funerals. Um... So, in the UK, I feel like it's always, like, a few
0: weeks after the death as a funeral. Yeah, it is quite a few weeks.
1: Whereas my parents... So, my family's Scottish. I'm the one of the black sheep of the family because I was born in England, so I don't have the accent and I don't get to be like, oh, yeah, I'm Scottish. Um, but in Scotland, I think it's the tradition of normally it's, like, three days after the death they have the funeral. Oh, right. If I'm correct. If my memory serves me right. So, my... When my grandma passed away, it was a few days later. Like, she died on the Friday, I think,
0: and it was, like, by the Monday, Tuesday... It was a funeral that's a fast turnaround that is yeah um that sounded really insensitive that's i I
1: mean when we stopped recording this there's a whole story about um it was a very like amusing time to try and to, to try and organize a funeral it was it was just funny and awkward but that's a story for a different time because i didn't know you can apparently get a cotton um you can get a cotton coffin like cotton but in like rain wouldn't that like get wet yeah in the mud it was all just very confusing
0: oh you got me a sausage roll thanks do you want to leave it in the kitchen for me okay. you gotta be quiet remember i microwave oh, sure <laughs> <laughs> sorry guys
1: <laughs> this is Maddie's brother um up next oh this also pissed me off this is the moment I
0: knew I was gym. gonna fucking
1: hate Halo, so they're in gym class and they're playing 3v3 it's boys versus girls and, and they're just
0: mucking around yeah it's and they're just watching them yeah and
1: then Haley's like, well, everyone else is shit, so we're good. So Haley yeah, gets Meyer... pissed off
0: because the girls are, like, flirting yeah. and not taking it seriously. Yeah. It's not
1: even like it's a proper game. Yeah. <laughs> Why are you getting angry? So Hayley Meyer and um, Star versus two boys, and Chris makes sure that he gets to play, so he's trying to talk to her. Yeah,
0: because he thinks this is a... Because at this point, Star's not really talking to him. Yeah. He thinks this is an excuse for her to talk to him.
1: Yeah. And then, like, she kind of gets distracted by Chris, and Haley yells, Hustle! pretend the ball is some fried chicken, I'll bet you stay on it then. I literally put the book down, like, how fucking dare you? I know. Honestly. And then, ah, oh, and the other bit that angered me, so, like, Star kind of just straight up, goes off the court, mm-hmm. and Haley's like, and basically she points out, like, hey, that was super fucking offensive,
0: and Haley's like, after all we've been through, you're gonna accuse me of racism? Yeah. She goes, oh, I was just saying, it was just a joke, because we had fried chicken for lunch, and Star goes, either way it, felt racist even if you didn't mean it it felt racist to yeah. me
1: you don't have to be a racist but you can still use racist like, uh-huh. things because like everybody has those like microaggressions that you don't realize you're kind of like intrinsically trained like, they're just kind of like we're raised with them and don't realize it uh-huh. and now it's a thing of like we're educating ourselves we know better we're making sure that we don't repeat those mistakes but that was like a purposeful choice of words mm-hmm. she knew what she was saying she knew the imp- like implication yep um and, and yeah. then she kind of cries and like Maya and Haley know something about Khalil. Then they know like, oh, is this the Khalil thing? Is this like, but they don't know that. They don't know that Star knows. Yeah, and they also him. don't know. Nobody knows that Star was the witness. Yeah. Um, they don't even know there was a witness at this point. I don't think. Um, but Star is kind of excused. I think she has a bit of a breakdown and cries. And then yeah, and the
0: teacher walks in and and they
1: think it's about Natasha. Yeah. Oh, because the girls are like, oh, we think it's like Natasha's anniversary. Yeah. Um.
0: She's like, oh. Oh, that was it, because um, she said, Hayley goes, oh, it was my mum's anniversary the other week, and I was in a really shitty mood, I was really upset, is this about Natasha? Like, even if it is about Natasha, this isn't an excuse to call me a racist, like, turning Mm. it back to... Back to herself. Yeah. Bitch. Um,
1: She then kind of is like, I want to go home, and she gets her uncle Carlos to pick her up, and they go for Froyo and she then tells him that the officer pulled the gun on her too and she's like you can talk whatever smack about Khalil you want but I want you to know that the man your buddy's with Mm -hmm. the cop that killed him put the gun to me how does that make you feel? and then um, her her mum calls and is like why do you think you're allowed to be out of school? <laughs> also, I love that Uncle Carlos was like, you only get one I've got period cramps excuse that I'll take mm-hmm. you out for, and you've just used it. And she's like, actually, I used one in December as well. But, you know, <laughs> talk about it. And he's like, okay, well, you get
0: one academic year, one per academic year. Um, I was going to say something. Oh, um, Star realises when she's in the gym with Haley and Maya, that the second the media... Use the term suspected drug dealer that they cemented how the general public will view Khalil. Um, mm. It's al- he's always going to be shared, like always going to be looked at in a negative light because he was a mm. drug dealer, even though it wasn't a hundred percent. Like, confirmed, it was suspected, yeah. it doesn't matter. That's how everyone's going to view him. But I
1: feel like that is changing now slightly because the media says one thing, but also nobody believes the media or With the government. With our
0: generation. With our
1: generation, yeah. Because, I mean, if anything, we believe more of social media where we actually, like, people who are there,
0: people who are witnesses kind of tweet actually, no, this is what happened. Yeah, but older generations are still not... Mm. They're not... <laughs> they're not on the same level. Yeah. Um. So it's Khalil's funeral.
1: There's a line that's just... um, And it's a true statement, it's just funerals aren't for dead people they're for the living and yep. it is mm-hmm. and it is a celebration of their life um it's the fact that star has to go up and see his body i don't understand i just find
0: that interesting. i don't get open casket funerals. i think
1: there's like something therapeutic about it i personally i do not want anybody to see me in my coffin
0: but also i think star describes it as does she describe him as a I can't remember what it was. It, but... It, it doesn't look
1: like himself. He looks like a doll.
0: A doll. Yeah, that's how mm. she described him because they've put makeup on him and it, it doesn't look yeah. like him. So what you're looking at isn't that mm. person anymore, yeah. surely? Like. Also, um, like slightly off
1: topic. In the haunting of Hill House, I'm not going to say but there is a dead character, uh-huh. and they're saying like they they always say that when you look at an open casket, it looks like they're asleep, but they don't look asleep. It doesn't look like them. No. Um. Which I just find interesting. Um, so there's, you know, the funeral and stuff. Um, and then King shows up. And it's suggested that Khalil was a member of their gang because he walks in and goes to put... It's like a symbol of respect amongst their kind of, yeah, like, they gang.
0: put a bandana on. Yeah, on
1: and everyone's bath, like, yeah.
0: wait, what the fuck? Um, it's like claiming Khalil as a member of their gang as well which we later find out that he was not a part of so him doing that it was just
1: King trying to be like look at how
0: powerful I am Um, in the film mm -hmm. this is where Aisha she like is like shouting for Seven to join them at the back and yeah um, one of the videos that I was Mm -hmm. watching they weren't they did not like how Aisha was Portrayed in the mm. in the film, like she she was saying, how it was like using some stereotypical yeah. behaviors, and she didn't agree with how it was portrayed. Maybe which...
1: because it was written by a white, a white...
0: screenplay writer. Yes, <laughs> we did say we were going to get to that. So the writer, the the, the screenplay writer, is a white woman. Yeah. So how is she going to represent and this I story s- properly?
1: And I mean, I can just argue that you know, there's a lot of like. Can I name them? No, I couldn't name a single, like, play, like, no, not playwrights, like, screenwriter that is black. I mean, in general, I can't name screenwriters, but the majority of them that I've seen, when it's like, oh, best screenplay, they've always been white. Yeah. That's why I loved that there was a hashtag a few years ago for the Oscars, and it was the Oscars so white. Because they were just, every nominee was fucking white, even though there had been plenty of, like, phenomenal, like, racially diverse performances no 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 the Oscars are white also sorry off topic for the Oscars they're considering Chadwick Boseman for, there's a film called Ma Rainey's Black Bottoms and he's being considered for an Oscar and so is Viola Davis and oh my god like from what I've seen of the film so far it looks amazing but also if he wins an Oscar that would just oh. mm-hmm. sorry that's off topic um, also we find out there's an activist group who have come to the funeral they're called Just Us for Justice yep and,
0: um... We're introduced to April Ofra. Yes. Um, um... Although I just called her Miss Ofra. Ofra? I was saying... I don't know how it's pronounced. I was saying Ofra.
1: But I just call her, like, Miss, because like, they yeah. call her, like, Miss Rosalie. Mm-hmm. Rosalie. Um... And she kind of talks about how, like, in the funeral they're like, oh, we're going to fight for justice for him. But then Star is stopped outside and she says that oh, she knows... so she also
0: announces that they're not planning on arresting the 115. <laughs> yeah. Um... And then she says that... Yes. She invited everyone to join them in a peaceful march in protest of this action. Yes.
1: Um. Star is then stopped outside by her because she says, "Like, I want to help protect your
0: privacy." I don't know how she knows that Star was the witness, but she does. Because she's like uh, in th- the film. It's implied that Miss Rosalie said. Oh, said actually, her, I think that is it in the book. Is that as in well.
1: the book?
0: I think it's the Miss Rosalie, Rosalie said it. Is it Rosalie or Rosalie? I'm not sure. I don't know.
1: Um, chapter nine. Um, so. Th- uh their dad stays
0: at his store yeah, and because there are gun- riots have broken out yes. all over garden Heights, and
1: there are gunshots in the streets mm-hmm. so they all like lock the doors and they turn off the lights they have a, a they call it the den
0: in the house yeah. and it's a room with no windows no i
1: think and i think it's like really really thick walls so it's yeah. the safest place for them to be mm-hmm. in the scenario um and they turn on the news and the protesters have come face to face with the police who are throwing tear gas around yeah um Chris, Maya, and Hayley all, like, text Star and are like, are you and your family safe? There's
0: Hayley message.
1: Yeah, apparently Hayley message is in the oh. film. Um, star then has a nightmare about Natasha. Um, the next morning, everything's kind of calms down a little bit, and she wakes up because Seven's banging on the door, and is like, hey, look, we're going to go out and play basketball.
0: Because that so, was, like, the... that it was, a, like, a weekly thing. They do it all the time. They Or well, it's, like, they...
1: once a month on, like, the first or the last Saturday. Yeah. They always go and do it. Um... So they go to their usual place. Oh, and like the, two of the gangsters from Garden, I've, I called them Garden Heights, but I don't think that's the gang's name. Um, but two guys come up and they try and cause an issue. Oh, I um, have this written down. Hold on. Mm-hmm. Um, Garden Disciples. Garden Disciples, that's it. And then Devante, who's one of the kings, stands up and is like, you little kids, fuck off. We then realise Devante is the guy from the beginning mm-hmm. who Kenya has a bit of a, like, flirting Yeah, with. who said
0: that... No, Dinesha said that Kenya was flirting with him, but Kenya says she never flirted with Devante. It sounds, it sounds like
1: you're telling me gossip. <laughs> it does, doesn't it? Yeah.
0: Um, I mean, it is. It, it is yeah. their gossip at the beginning of yeah. this book, so...
1: Um. But, yeah, Devante, um, is, like, stands up for them and, like, the kind of garden disciples fuck off. Um, And then... um star's dad arrives and is like what the hell do you think you're doing you left the house in the middle of all this shit and you decided to play ball and star and 7 are so embarrassed in front of Devante, but also like other king's gang members who yeah. so are just literally like you fucking dumb like your dad just owns <laughs> you in front of everyone
0: uh this is also where we learned that the shooting at the party at the beginning was um, Devante's brother yeah he got killed in that yeah. shooting. um they have their friends confiscated
1: um, Seven is going to work at the shop with his dad, and Star is going to see Uncle Carlos for the day. Yeah. Um, and they. Chris go... shows up. Well, before that, um, they see her grandma who just pulls her, pulls her in, oh, and just yeah. goes to thank the thank the Lord he spared your life. Mm-hmm. And I was like, ooh. um, Chris appears, and he and Star have an argument. Star opens up and... Because basically he's like, why are we having issues? I don't understand. Mm -hmm. And she is like, well, it's because you are white and you are rich and I am not. And we come from completely different backgrounds as in, like, you would not understand the things I've grown up seeing, the situations that I see on a daily basis. And she doesn't delve too much into it. And Chris is like, yeah, but I don't care about that stuff. And then they kind of, like, make up and she takes his hand and brings him to hang out with the family. We also find out her mum and I think her brother seven might know um and uncle carlos and his wife and that they all know but the one seven thing was, knows because yeah. of a skull yeah but uh star's dad maverick does, does not, know not know she's dating yeah.
0: anyone let alone a white boy because uh-huh. i think at the we it's, it's in the beginning when star goes to the shop with maverick and i think some old woman or some old man comes into the shop and makes a joke about Star and Maverick goes. She's not allowed to date anyone until she's forty.
1: Yeah. Mm-hmm. Have you ever seen? There's a bit when um, I think in like Icarly where her brother's like, you're not allowed to date until four till college, and she's like four till college. Um, they spend the night with Uncle Carlos because the riots have started up again, uh, and there's now like police roadblocks around Garden Heights. And as they're going home, Star is I think like having this panic attack. Yeah. Um, because and she just keeps her eyes closed as they drive through um and she doesn't let go of the door handle until she gets home because she has this anxiety and i think her mom immediately is like okay well i can support you here we go you're okay she's then in the car with her dad because they're going shopping for something
0: yeah and i've got this part this is um yeah literally copy and pasted from <laughs> from spark I, notes again well, they're listening to tupac and it's thug life again yeah and star mentions that color like yeah, yeah she, she mentions was... Killers' fear. Well, not feel his theory, but yeah. Tupac's theory.
1: Um, but also I think it's the point of he's like uh Maverick mentions that like, Tupac as a rapper was so powerful because you know what? Yeah, he might have sometimes rapped about like hoes and like all the things stereotypically rappers rap about, mm-hmm. but he also like raps about uplifting black people. Yeah, and it's phenomenal.
0: Mm-hmm. Um, so Maverick asks Star uh, what she personally thinks the, Fug Life stands for. Yeah. Um... And she repeats Khalil's explanation, but then adds it's about black people and other minorities. Um, Society fears minorities, though they are the most oppressed. Mm. Um, Maverick asks Star what she thinks that that, hate is, um, pushing her to consider why Khalil and others sell drugs. Star says that they don't have many ways to earn money. Maverick explains that because black neighbourhoods have few jobs and inadequate schools, black people lack opportunities. Um, Drugs don't come from poor black neighbourhoods, yet the people who bring them there profit greatly. Um, Drug addicts become dependent on drugs and lose their jobs. Drug dealers go to prison. Many businesses won't hire former criminals. Mm -hmm. These factors create a system stacked against black communities. This system is thug life. Um,
1: But also, just as a general statement, um, the American prison system is essentially just legalised slavery.
0: Yeah. It is. And it's one of the biggest industries in America.
1: Um, he also talks about how Tupac redefined the N-word, which, first of all, would just like to state, if you are white and use the N-word, shut the fuck up, that word is not meant to be (laughs) in your mouth. Um, but Tupac apparently redefined it as, never ignorant, getting goals accomplished. Mm -hmm. Which I just thought that was nice. Um, because it's just like another, because I have people who are like, yeah, but if the N-word is really bad, why do black people say it? I'm like, I think it's, it's because of, like, there's a culture about reclaiming Uh it. Um and it's not for us to say it's not for us to say but i think it's that it's such a a word with such negative connotations yeah and i think them like with tupac doing that never they're they're ignorant getting goals accomplished mm-hmm. that's a way of reclaiming it positively yep. for their community and i uh-huh. just thought that was amazing um, um also so then... they discussed they discussed the drug epidemic and how these drugs didn't appear from nowhere and that's just the straight up fact
0: yeah where the fuck did the drugs come from in the first place he mm. says oh you don't see any of us owning private jets around here do yeah. you
1: um, also it's like super curious how like that drug epidemic started and then a few years later there was um a president's wife who was like oh just say no to drugs yeah. this is my main campaign mm, really convenient fucking hmm, convenient um, um, Star realises now that she thinks she should speak out not just for Khalil but for the greater us mm-hmm. because these things keep happening and it won't stop unless people speak out and
0: use their voice um, then Devante comes into the store and he he's very clearly trying to hide from someone yeah
1: and like Maverick's like, just tell me who you're fucking hiding from. I'll uh-huh. help you sort it
0: out. Um, so he explains that King wants him to kill who killed his brother, um, but he doesn't want to. Yeah. Um, and Mav agrees to help Devontae out of the situation. Mm. Um, so he offers him like a job. He says you can work here. Mm. Um, and he invites them him into their house yeah. as well. Um, chapter eleven. It's Monday and Star is at school. Oh, There's this going- fucking protest. Mm.
1: So a bunch of... All of the white students at the school are all like, we're going to have a protest. And Hayley's like, it's a great idea. I didn't study for English, so we actually get to protest a drug dealer's death and get out of it. And Star's like... And she, and she, Star appropriately responds, so it's cool he got killed. But, like, I thought you were protesting it? Yeah. So what's... What's going on here? Um, and Haley, I think, again, is just uncomfortable being called out for her racist behaviours. Um, everybody just gets up and leaves the room except the teacher, Chris, and Star... This is when Chris realised that Star knew Khalil, and I think the teacher realizes it as well. And he's like, "Oh, do you want me to call home?" But she just is like, "No, can can we please go on with the lesson? I'd really like to learn." Mm-hmm. And the te- I think that was just such a like a moment with my my heart went oh. Um, Seven Star and Sakani go to their dad's work. Yep. Which they
0: when they arrive, they see Mister Lewis being interviewed. And Mister Lewis is like a business owner from like across the street. No, I like think on it's the next street. door because next when door. the fire happens, it's... Yeah. Um.
1: Um, And there's, like, a news, like, thing. um, And apparently there was some gang members of King's who beat up some police officers, like, around the corner from, like, where they're about to film the news story. Um, And Mr. Lewis just snitches. Does he name King? Does he say his name on air? But he, he basically was like, this is all happening...
0: It was, like, a gangster's Yeah, people. he basically says... Oh. Oh, it, he it, does say Kit. I, I don't know.
1: I think it was called, it, it was referred to as, like, dry snitching. Or is that what... That's what... That's what Star does. That's did. what Star okay. does. So then I think he, like, directly names King live on TV. And he says
0: that the... I don't know if he directly names King, but he says that the King Lords are responsible for the violence okay. in Garden Heights. Um, and then... Maverick and Mr. Lewis get into kind of a heated discussion mm. about how stupid what he just did was yeah. because it's effectively a, a death sentence. Yeah. Um, so then. Then, some police officers hear this heated <clears throat> discussion and decide and it, to get involved.
1: I thought it was really interesting is what I think in the book it like highlights, it's like a black and a white cop appear mm-hmm. and Maverick is forced to take out his ID, obviously Star Seven and Takani are all stood there watching this yeah. as are other people from their neighbourhood yeah. um, and he's told to get down on the ground and one of the cops just immediately like puts his knee on Maverick's back. Yep,
0: yeah. and this is despite Mr. Lewis saying like, no we were just having yeah, a conversation like, we don't need any help, and, we're fine and they're
1: like, "Get you know, get the fuck back, they're mm-hmm. like being awful to like, the kids like stay the away and like seven's like what? why
0: isn't mr lewis involved in this why did they just target maverick? maverick because he was involved in that heated discussion as well i don't i don't, I don't, I, don't I don't understand
1: um then they realise that maverick is star's dad mm-hmm. and they they know that she's the witness and also related to carlos so then they're like,
0: well, this is a warning, we're going to back I off I thought now. in the book it got, like, more intense. I thought that was when they pushed him to the ground. Yeah, they do. And yeah. they, like, put their knee on his back. Yeah, once they find out that Star's the witness and that Maverick mm. is related to him. And then, um, because everybody gathers round and is, like, watching them, that's when yeah. they, like, back off. And they, like, say, like, look, this is a warning, we're like, take it take it that we're watching you, okay? Yeah, We're keeping an eye on so what you do. So we just,
1: like, openly abused you in public. Uh-huh. next time we could kill you. Yep. It's basically
0: what their fucking message was. So in the film, it happens at a restaurant. But I think it's later on, like, after she's spoken to the police. Later on, yeah, and king's involved for some yeah, reason king's involved. because they took Devonté mm-hmm. out of the picture yeah. so there's no reason for king and maverick I think to in, have a
1: in the film i think they just wanted to put anthony mackie in it more which i agree i love anthony mackie oh, who plays his okay uh, he's also in the marvel universe and he is the new captain america
0: okay I'm so excited for um, um and oh. they reverse this situation in the film so when they find out that maverick is related to star who is the witness they Then back off that it doesn't, the yeah. situation doesn't intensify. They... I think,
1: as well, like for the cops when they realize them, they're like, Oh, no, but she's related to Carlos, so there's that thing there. Yeah, um, Kenya appears at some point and tells Star off because I think she's figured out that Star is it's the, the, the witness. witness, so she's like, Why the fuck haven't you spoken out?
0: Yeah, and she says, Um, that Khalil would have, like, would have spoken out if it was the other way around, yeah, so why aren't you speaking yeah. out for him?
1: Um, and then Star is talking to her dad she blames herself because she thinks that the cop did this because of her but her dad is Maverick's like look they did it before they realised who I was mm-hmm. before they knew that I was related to you before they knew anything He's like, if now is the time to speak out, then he'll back her all the way. And he has a tattoo on his arm and it's about his kids and it says something to live for, something to die for. Mm -hmm. Because, like, that's his thing of, like, he regrets missing out on so much of his kids' early lives. But he was like, that's why I'm getting out because I want to be there for my kids. I love my kids. Mm
0: -hmm. It just... Oh, I loved it. Chapter 12. (laughs) she creates a Mm -hmm. Tumblr blog called The Khalil I Knew. And she's posting pictures of her and Khalil when they were younger.
1: Yeah, and like for her, that's like her her speaking out, her speaking out. Like a small, what's the phrase? is like she's like almost like dipping her toe in. Yeah. Because before she goes for it, because she's like, this is a way I feel comfortable for now speaking out.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: If I feel more comfortable later, on I can do more.
0: Yep. Um, Chats and 12. then she finds out that Seven's been kicked out of Ayusha's house. Oh, yeah. Kings kicked him out. Yeah. I don't know why. King's probably. An probably because he found out about Devante. Yes. And he wanted to get back at Maverick. Yes. Um. So then they visit the. So because Stars decided that she wants to speak out a bit more, um, they go to visit the Just Us for Justice. Like, um, hold on, I don't have this bit yet. Yeah, it's in chapter
1: twelve. Yeah, but we've missed at the beginning of chapter twelve. Uh, attack rolls into Garden Heights. Oh okay. And w- here's my question. Um. And like, I'm just like genuinely really curious. I don't have an answer for this. Um. So, there was like a peaceful protest at the beginning of this book. Um, and immediately, like, army tanks are rolled in. Uh, where were the army tanks when all of those white people were protesting having to wear a fucking mask? Where where was it? Because they were also, like, I think I've seen photographs of people at that protest armed with guns that can kill people. Well, there so was, where was the um, army?
0: There was another thing where a whole bunch of white people stormed um, a government building. I can't remember what it was over, but they were armed, and not a single officer touched them. But then... I remember seeing that video. There was a bunch of
1: police officers right about the same time uh, walking forward, and like there was this elderly white man, and they pushed him, and he like, yeah. cracked his head open. And I don't think they got charged for that no. either. Fucking assholes. Um, um, so then, are we at the office? Not just yet, because okay. we know that. Um, so Devante is now living with them, um, and part of the thing of like part of Maverick wanting to help Devante is they he's like, "Star, you've got your old laptop." give it to him we're going to just try and help him with his education because that's like one of the key things to help him because the schools around here are shitty so any like advantage we can give him is going to be good Mm -hmm. um also chris and her seem okay they're texting about like uh fucking the show
0: fresh prince Fresh
1: Prince. that's it um maya texts and is like um you seem mad at me and hayley can we talk and style just like a boss sets her boundaries and is like look I'm going to talk to you when I'm ready and at my uncles. Mm-hmm. And then we hear gunshots starting outside again so they're like, okay, into the den we go, stay safe. Yep. Um and there's now a curfew in place so Maverick can't come home. So he stays at the shop to keep it safe. Yeah. Um the DA wants to talk to Star, but they're going to contact uh Miss Ofra, Ofra, yep. um because they're because
0: she did offer to be Star's Scar- Star's representation. Yep. So then they go to the Just Us for Justice office, yes. right? Um, They talk about how Khalil's case is going to go to the Grand Jury, which basically decides Mm. whether or not it's going to go to court, effectively. Um, uh, She also
1: opens up to Miss Ofra and is, like, talking about how her friend Natasha was killed. She was like, this is the second time I've seen a friend die. And then she's like, I'm going to represent you completely for free. Yeah. Because this is fucking twisted that you've gone
0: through this twice. She also says that she's worried about talking to the Grand Jury because if they ask her whether Khalil had a gun or not, she doesn't know. And she mm. honestly, she wasn't sure whether he had a gun on in the car or not. And yeah. um, Miss Ofra he... pulls up a picture of, I think it's from the body cam footage, yeah. and it's a picture of a hairbrush. Like, it's that's what the hairbrush. suspected weapon was. Yeah. Um, so immediately she's like, okay, yeah. now we're going to share his side of the yeah. story.
1: Also, during this... Um, Star texts Chris to be like I'm not going to be in school today and Chris texts her and says that he loves her and I think it's the first time that he said it and Mm -hmm. she says it back to him and it's over text but like that's just like a nice sweet moment I think for her through all of this kind of like awful stuff Yeah. Um, and then Maverick gets a phone call from Devante who's panicking and it's suggested that something's happening happened to Mr Lewis like we I got yep. that idea immediately Yeah. also this is the moment where Star's like I'm speaking out not just for Khalil but for Natasha mm-hmm. I also think at some point she does decide also for myself and for oh no that was previously where she said, decided she's speaking out for the greater us
0: yep um, um, so they end up back at the shop, um, Mr. Mr. Lewis, Lewis is in the office, and- He's alive. He's alive, and Lisa Starr's mum is, like, patching him up, checking yes, him over. because
1: she's a nurse.
0: Yep, and although they were worrying about Mr. Lewis, L- Mr. Lewis turns around and says that he's not the real one in danger, Devontae is, and that King- the King Lords have been ordered by King to kill him on site.
1: Yeah, so- and so the Maverick's like, okay, look, I don't think... Like, what the fuck's actually happening? And Devante's like, I actually stole $5,000 to get my family away mm-hmm. from King and get him out of town. Yeah. So then they're like, well, look, you can't stay with us anymore because now we're a target. So they take him to the other side of town to be with Uncle Carlos, who yeah. was a cop. Um, And then Uncle Carlos is on leave and Star comes to the conclusion it must be because of her, because of the situation going on. Yeah. Chris appears and is super polite and Star introduces him as her boyfriend also um chris says something like oh is that a black thing and star like educates him as like that's fucking wrong mm-hmm. we don't say stuff like that yeah and she kind of like educates him on it chris leaves
0: maverick... is this where maverick sees chris for the first time I... it is i'm sure it is oh, i don't know if it is it is yeah um chris arrives and star tells maverick about him um, this is where we, like he they get into an argument. Not Star and Maverick, Lisa and Maverick. One about wanting to move out of Garden Heights again, but also two about Chris. Yeah,
1: And I then Maverick gets in the car.
0: In the no, it's here. Okay, well Maverick goes um, and... Um, Devontae then reveals that Khalil wasn't a King Lord and that he didn't want to be part of that world. And, and the only reason he was selling drugs. drugs was to make up for the fact that his mum had stole... Mu- I can't remember if it was drugs or money from... King. king so Khalil was like I'm gonna like pay off my mum's debt by working yeah.
1: for you um chapter 14 she walks to Maya's house
0: mm-hmm. Maya apolog- yeah
1: Maya apologises but Haley refused to and is actually like, like no sir you should apologise for calling me a racist it's gaslighting it's it, is. it is um they're watching the news and then hi- this again made me angry the cop's dad is doing an interview and he's playing like oh please forgive my son and he's basically telling all these lies about the situation and it's like he's even been attacked by other police officers and then we realize uncle carlos oh, that, ha- like that's why uncle carlos is in work good for him good for him <sighs> um, fuck that cop and haley's siding with the cop like oh my god like his life matters too honestly i hate the fact that they cast sabrina carpenter cuz her music is lovely i think she's gorgeous but in this role i'm like i want to fight you i will meet you in a wendy's car park and i will box you <laughs> man
0: this is a wendy's <laughs>
1: I've not even been to a Wendy's, but I want I want to go to a Wendy's. Um, but, like, Hayley storms out because Star isn't calling her a racist, but giving
0: examples of all the times that she's exhibited racist behaviour. Yeah, she says, here you are, you're calling me a racist again And Star goes, mm. I've never mentioned. I've never called you a racist. Yeah, I've never said that.
1: It's like, I've seen people do a similar thing in real life, like, with uh, Donald Trump. They're like, oh, like, we don't have any, like, racists in charge. And people are like, yeah, but Donald Trump isn't a racist. And it's like, we didn't name him no. we did and like it's happened like in regards to him being a racist a
0: rapist see the thing is right it happens all the time on twitter when people like subtweet something yeah. and people immediately think it's about them and clearly if you think that's <laughs> about you it hasn't been named you've not been named and shamed it's literally someone's given an example of something if you think that's about you clearly deep down you think you're doing something fucked up mm. So then, it's probably about you. If you think mm-hmm. it is, it probably is.
1: Also, Haley um, leaves, and Maya reveals that um, Hayley's actually made a racist comment about her being Asian in the past, about like I think eating, eating a, cat a cat or something. For Thanksgiving,
0: yeah. and she's like,
1: at first I didn't
0: realize, but um,
1: actually it is really. Well, she's like, it's not that she didn't realize. She's like, I just want to brush it off, but actually thinking about it, like it's not okay. No. I think we also find out in this moment that Haley made comments about star behind her back about stuff and i think they're like should we make a minority alliance yes let's do and it's
0: also maya reveals the reason why hayley unfollowed her tumblr and it's because she posted that picture yeah and she says it's because she doesn't want to see about all of them black issues i think is the quote which if if you are friends with black people and you're like I don't want to deal with these black issues mm-hmm. you're not
1: actually their friend because it's not just a black issue it is a global issue yeah. because we all have to fight systemic racism you all have to stand up for your friends it's just mm. um so, so she goes to Uncle Carlos yep.
0: and they talk yep Um. Uncle Carlos says anyone who would shoot someone for opening a car door shouldn't be a cop mm. um he feels guilty for not helping Khalil yeah. and he promises that he wouldn't have shot Khalil in that yeah. situation.
1: And he's also like, I'm sorry, because I think I tried to rationalise his death and mm-hmm. I shouldn't have, and I'm so sorry. Um, chapter fifteen. I just have just they're at an IHOP.
0: My first note is I hop with her mum. <laughs> yeah, I
1: hop with her mum. Um I think this is when she's going to the DA's office, and like I think her mum takes her to IHOP hop as like a let's get to breakfast. Yeah, because it
0: used to be like their little thing that yeah. they did.
1: Um they're talking through everything like for example about the information she found about Khalil and like she's talking about Haley. I just think in this scene her mum is being one of those awesome mums and mm-hmm. I'm just enjoying that scene because it's like one of those wonderful balances between moments of humour moments of sincerity yep. and just as a writer I just like Angie Thomas she did a great job in this scene I loved uh-huh. it um, um, I mean, she did a phenomenal job with the whole book. Yep. Um, They make it home. Oh, oh yeah, because they on. stayed at Uncle
0: Carlos's, So they're now yeah. heading back to their house so she can get changed mm-hmm. before the DA. During this conversation at IHOP, um, Lisa explains that because they're talking about the whole Hayley situation. Yes. And I think this is where they talk about... Is this where they talk about her nan and that whole thing? I can't remember, but she says... Oh, no, this is when Star asks why her mum stayed with maverick once yeah that once seven was born because what i gathered was that maverick and lisa were together oh no it was because they got into an argument maverick went then went to aisha who was a sex worker but it's mm-hmm. used less n- not as nice su- language we support sex workers uh-huh. though, queens. yeah um and then like went back to lisa and then mm. seven was born and she, Lisa explains that you need to figure out whether the good outweighs the bad. Yeah. Um, and if the good outweighs the bad, then you're just going to have to find a way to deal with the bad, talk to her, but, like, you're just going to have to get around that. But if the bad outweighs the good, then you're just going to have to move on and let her go, like... That's a piece of advice I needed today. Mm-hmm.
1: <laughs> um They go to the DA's office and Star is so uncomfortable. She just kind of, like, vomits and cries and can't speak. And like, uh-huh. her mum just goes to the school and stay oh also at this point um Lisa and Maverick aren't talking because of the argument and because yep. of um because of like Chris, yeah. Um, so after the DA's office, yeah, um,
0: they go home. Lisa drops Star off at yeah. the shop, but I think she's still
1: so emotional. No, I think she goes to the house because no, they where go Maverick... home or to the
0: shop. Oh, no, they, they go, go, to her no, dad. go to the shop. Maverick's at the shop and she's like, You need to look after your daughter. And I'm, I'm going go. to the school, I gotta explain what's going on. I think
1: at this point, this is when she's like, No, we, we've got to tell the school and let them know because I don't yeah. know what they know. Mm-hmm. Um, Maverick then does ask about Chris and he's like, I don't like Chris because I thought that you turn to white boys because I didn't set a good example of what a black man should be and Star just goes no 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 you set a good example of what a man mm-hmm. should be Yeah, I just thought again as writing I thought that was beautiful mm-hmm. oh. King shows up and is That's... asking after Devante yeah. and Maverick lies and is like I don't know where that kid is he came in he worked for a few days and then he just disappeared when actually we know that he's helped him out Yeah, they go home
0: and again this was a moment that oh maybe he really... also threatens Star here oh yeah he does um about saying like when she's making her statement she better not say anything she's not supposed to we've got 10 minutes yeah Um, Um, they go home and over dinner Star's mum announces that she's about to interview for
1: an amazing new job yeah and then her dad turns around and it's like I promise that I'm going to get us
0: out of Garden Heights we're going to move to somewhere safe yeah because um, he does it so casually as well. Yeah. They're talking about the interview. He goes, oh, what time do you need to be there? And she says like, oh, it's in the afternoon. And he's like, okay, great. We can ha- we have time to go and look at houses. Then. And everyone's like, hmm. hang on. <laughs> I also love that then there's like a moment where they're just like, okay,
1: kids, you stay here. We're gonna, we're gonna, <laughs> yeah. we're gonna go have like a mum and dad moment, which I just thought was quite sweet. Um, But as well, I then had, there was this one point in me that I had this fear struck down because I've seen cases where it's happened before where somebody's spoken out and then they've lost out on a job opportunity. And I was so scared, I was like, but if Star speaks out, will this impact the mum's interview? Mm-hmm. And I just have this mass anxiety for them. Because I'm reading this book, you become so attached to these characters.
0: Uh-huh.
1: Um Also, Seven reveals that he's like, I'm gonna stay because I have to look after my mum
0: and my siblings. Like I can't, like, I'll come visit you. And mm-hmm. Star's like,
1: but we're your family too. Yeah.
0: I mean, also he's just been kicked out of the house. Like, yeah. Hun where you stay in. Um then we go into the next bit, which is five weeks after it happened star has just interviewed decided... the, interview
1: the news? yes okay she's like star has decided she's gonna do a public interview and her family's gonna be there but i think they're gonna blur out her face yeah they blur out her face um chris texts and is like hey sweetie what kind of color prom dress are you gonna wear and star's like oh shit
0: I forgot I've... prom was happening yeah like
1: <laughs> i've been dealing with like all this trauma and like mm-hmm. trying to like get justice for like um someone's murder i completely forgot about prom um she says what is it she, she says like light blue
0: yeah like, and then he goes you have not got a dress yet i yeah. just like no, no. <laughs> um i also realize
1: uh, that i just keep having these reminders at this point no one at her school knows that she is the witness mm-hmm. it's been weeks as well yeah also i like <laughs> i just go star knows how to pack a punch um because she doesn't name king but she says that khalil was only selling drugs to help his mum beca- and that he wasn't in the gang so she kind of tries to clear up his name and is like like yeah she just what's it called dry snitching yeah she didn't name
0: king but she she says the biggest um the biggest like
1: gang gang, banger
0: yeah in in garden heights which everybody knows is king so although she didn't say his name she implied she everyone knows who she's talking about
1: there were Um, a few um like little quotes from this page that i loved or this chapter where she number one it was um I don't understand how everyone can make it seem like it's okay he got killed if he was a drug dealer or a gangbanger, which is a fair point. Mm-hmm. But the one that got me was... Because um, I think they're talking about the process of, like, talking to the police, and she's like, I just didn't know a dead person could be charged with his own murder, you know? Yeah. Which is basically what's happening in this situation. Yeah.
0: And, and another then... one is at the end where um, Diane asks, the, the interviewer, asks Star what she would say to 115 if he were here, and Star says that she would ask whether or not he wishes he'd shot her too.
1: Because also in the interview, this is the first time her parents find out that the cop held the yep. gun up to her and she can see her parents' reaction off camera and her mum's, like, sad and her dad's angry. And I think, for me, because I don't know if anyone else would have been like, oh, I'd love to see more of their reaction, but I think that was, like, all you need to see. Yeah. Because that's such a horrific thing for a parent to realise that mm-hmm. it, like, it could have been your child yep. and hearing that it was so close to being. Um Chapter
0: 17. Should we... We're gonna to have to take a quick break. We're gonna take a quick break. We'll be back. Okay, Hell chapter seventeen. Chapter seventeen. Um,
1: it's the day after the interview. Uh, an anonymous millionaire called and is like, "I want to pay for Star's college to do it tuition." I was like, "Fuck yes!" She's <laughs> this like, is the like, energy. I, is we that mask. when she's like? I, we, I think Oprah. And she's like, I think it's Oprah. I hope. It's <laughs> yeah, Oprah. I hope it's Oprah. Um, it's okay. It's also prom, and it's prom night. And Chris is, like, super upset with her. Yeah, he just, like, doesn't talk to her the entire yeah. ride there. And then so Maya appears and, like, they kind of dance. Also, because is Maya dating... I can't remember his name. She's dating the other, the only other black kid in the school. Yeah. And everyone has this automatic thing of, like, oh, you're the two black kids, you should be dating. And they're like, the fuck? The fuck?
0: It is Maya, isn't it? It's Maya. Yeah. yeah. Um, um, but they're having a
1: great time. Eventually, she finds Chris. As says,
0: great as you can have
1: when yeah. uh, you know your yeah. date's not exactly
0: talking yeah. to you.
1: And so eventually, she's like, "Chris, what's your fucking problem?" And he, he's like, "It's you in that interview, isn't it?" He's like, "Yeah, they bled your face out, but I." It was. It's it's. Well, he's like, "I know your voice." But he's like, "Also, but like, I knew your back profile." And she's like, "You mean you knew my ass?" And he's like, "Yeah, I knew your ass. I look at it." oh no um and then kind of start breaks down and tells
0: like tells khalil no tells everything about khalil yep, and, and natasha and, natasha and, and she that cra- she grew up in the projects which i found out is basically it's effectively the same thing as a council estate mm. i didn't know that i had a feeling i just didn't know if i'm honest with you i would always um, heard of the projects yeah. but i would never been like yeah
1: Um, she then kind of cries and they make up and he, you know what, he was being an ass all night and now he's like, no, look, whatever our problems are, like, I love you. Mm -hmm. Um, Seven is then banging on the car uh, and is like, yup, you you know, you better not be doing what I think you're doing in there and like, Star's like, he's probably keeping an eye because like, in an older brotherly way but also probably because of dad. Um, They go back to the prom and dance and Chris even gets the DJ to play the Fresh Prince of Bel-Air um and he doesn't even wrap the entire thing in front of yeah in front everyone. of everyone <laughs> yeah. um chapter 18 they're getting the house star's mum got the job uh-huh. and they all stand in their like front room and they say a prayer and they're like star is going to the grand jury tomorrow thank you for every blessing that you've given us mm-hmm. just keep our baby girl going this was when i was like something's gonna happen. i was like everything is so happy uh-huh. and they go back to their home and it's like, the basketball playoffs, and I had this deep feeling in my stomach, like, no, what the fuck is about to happen? Mm. Somebody fires shots through the window, and they throw a brick. Everyone is safe. Everyone makes it out. But um, they're like, what the fuck? And so they think it was a separate branch of the King Lords, I think.
0: Yeah, they couldn't figure it out. Maverick thought it might have been the police. Yeah, um, that was my thought. Uncle Carlos was like it's probably the King Lords, it's probably King, and they can't agree, they get into an argument, Uncle Carlos and Maverick get into an argument. Yeah,
1: because he calls in
0: other King Lords, I think? Yeah, a, like a separate part. A separate part, um, to help
1: protect the house, yeah. um, and Uncle Carlos is not, like, that's what he's unhappy about, uh-huh. and then I think they have an argument, because Uncle Carlos is like, why are you getting involved with them like when I think they talk about the fact that Uncle Carlos was around for a lot of their first and it's like I feel like responsible for this family too because I was there for them when you weren't and yeah. he's like get the fuck out of my house Yeah. Um. the next day Star wakes up and they're like I think they're referred to as gangbangers in the kitchen and her mum and aunt Pam are cooking and yeah. she's like what the fuck is going on
0: oh, and then sorry. she takes yeah. the night before Star turns around and says that she's not going to testify if it keeps everybody safe Yeah. Um, and Maverick makes her a sigh I think it's point seven of the yes. Um, Black Panther's 10-point program. And I think it's the one that's like, we fight for... Is it free? We fight for... I'm gonna Google it. We fight to end police brutality. Um... Have you got it
1: No, I have a video of how to draw the Black Panther from the Avengers.
0: The 10-point program. Um...
1: Number seven,
0: we want an immediate end to police brutality and murder of black people. Mm. Um, So he makes her recite that. And then Um, I think he makes her recite another one. It's like going between the two. Yeah. um, And he asks her why she would want to be quiet when she's armed with them words. Mm. Um, So she makes the decision to go and testify. Um, And then she wakes up a nan and a Mm. mama cooking...
1: Um, she takes food outside and her dad and Uncle Carlos have made up. Um, and she finds it quite funny because her uncle and her dad, their common kind of complaining ground that they can bond over is Chris. Mm-hmm. But she's like, but at least they've made up. So I'm happy. <laughs> yeah. um, they go to the courthouse and only her parents are allowed in with her. I would assume, though, that Miss Ofra, Ofra would be allowed to go in as her legal representation.
0: That's what I thought. But she was like, I I have to wait up out here. Mm. If you need me, you can stop it and come out yeah. and talk to me. But I have to wait out here. Um, then we go to eight,
1: w- eight weeks after this happened, chapter 20. Mm-hmm. There's just the comment that just goes, so this fucking bitch, Hayley. <laughs> so she's printed off two photos of Khalil and says, Star, you've been lying. And it's being just a racist little bitch. And then she turns around and has the fucking gall to say, well, he was going to get killed anyway. Yeah. I like how Star just gently moves Maya out of the way and then just slaps Haley, <laughs> And I'm like, honestly, I support you if a teacher said did you see anything i'd be like uh no. hayley
0: slapped herself um oh yeah she sorry i just want to add to it um she said 115 did everyone a favor by killing a drug dealer and that um star just needed to get over it
1: oh Haley needs to get fucking over herself <laughs> um they get into a fight and then um, Somehow seven gets
0: dragged yeah. into well, it because Haley's
1: um, brother called Remy after the, 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 the rat in Ratatouille. He's like, "Don't touch my sister, you bitch!" And seven is like, "Oh no, you're not fucking touching my
0: sister, you piece of shit!" <laughs> All four of them are suspended, which apparently Haley's parents are not happy about. They yeah. thought it. Um, they they should have. What's it called? They were know? probably
1: also going down the racist
0: probably. avenue. Probably. Like,
1: um, just to defend the black kids. But the school's
0: like, no, no, no the,
1: she's going through a lot. I she's think going should, through a lot, um... and your daughter was being a racist little <laughs> shit. Um, the girl, The guys, they get picked up, and when they arrive home, there's a bunch of cars in the drive, and they realise that a lot of the kind of heads of different gangs are all talking about, they need to work together to prepare for, like, another protest, and, like, how to create unity in a time that's meant to divide them, and be yeah. like, how can we protect our homes and our businesses while also being able to express ourselves and I think that's such a powerful uniting moment Mm -hmm. then we go to ten weeks after it happened chapter 21
0: is Seven's party
1: yeah so we've still heard nothing from the grand jury Uh, Seven graduated yesterday and Star's dad was really proud and I just commented I'm really proud (laughs) Um, Kenya is there to celebrate Chris and Maya appear and there's like a big celebration and then we find out that Aisha is at the gate and she wants to see Seven. And Seven stands up for himself and he calls his mum out. Yeah. Um, um, and then
0: it gets into a, like, quite heated argument.
1: And then as Aisha's leaving, she makes a comment and is like the, about how King still has it out for Star because she snitched and she's like, if, like, you've not seen anything yet,
0: like, get yeah. ready to
1: get absolutely, like, wrecked. And then so, they sing Happy Birthday? And then the chapter ends... Oh, and they're all, like, having a dance and, like, partying mm-hmm. and, like, they're all just... It's a really lovely moment. And then just the chapter ends with
0: good days can't last forever. And yeah. like, oh, no. The decision, 13 weeks after it. So Star goes to it's, Chris's because yes. they find out that the, that is the day that the jury's going to announce their decision. Yeah. Um. Also, it's chapter 22. Just. Yes. Um. Star and Chris, they talk about the things that are, like, keeping them from being together.
1: Yep. And then I think Star, I don't know if he's like trying to distract herself, but she starts, she tries to start something spicy with Chris, which reading it as a scene made me uncomfortable because she, there's a comment about like reaching down and like things being hard. And I was like, no, this is uncomfortable for me to read. But then Chris just is like, look, we can't do this right now. You are not okay. Yeah. He's like, I love you and I want to do things with you, but I'm not doing this now because you're not in the right place. Mm-hmm. And... I was like, you know what? Yeah. Thank you, Chris. We like that. He's grown. He's grown. I think throughout this book, he has
0: a lot of growth mm-hmm. in a lot of ways, which is nice. Um, she falls asleep in his arms. And she's woken to a call from seven. Like, he's been calling and calling and calling. Yep. He wants to see if anybody had turned... We forgot to mention, Devonte and Chris have become quite good yeah, friends. they've they go, become besties. They, yeah, they play video games together. Yeah. Um. So he's ringing both... Both Star and Chris to see whether either of them have heard from Devante because apparently he walked out of Uncle Carlos's and nobody's seen him since. Seven uh, goes to the house to pick up Star yep. and Chris is there.
1: Kenya's on the phone and something's happened to Devante and Seven's yep. like, Chris, take Star home. But they're like, no, you're not going back to Garden Heights by yourself. Mm-hmm. So Star gets in and Chris is like, well, I'm not letting my girlfriend go there alone. And yep. they're like,
0: are you fucking sure? So they end up at Kenya's house, Aisha's house, yeah. King's, that whole them yeah um Devante
1: is in a room with kenya he got jumped yep he's and then been his... beaten he's on the yeah. floor he
0: can't really here's move. the thing i
1: find interesting so aisha walks it that was my i was like where is um, that going from aisha finds them and she actually allows them all to leave and even take their y-
0: the youngest yeah lyric. she makes it seem like she's kicking them out yeah she's like um i don't want you in mm. here like yeah. get out and take kenya and lyric as well and, and actually she
1: i think she's sacrificing herself because she's I think what Seven said when he had a go at her was like, "You were never there for yeah. me. You never protected me." I think that really hit something in her. So, so I think she this is her making up yeah.
0: for it. She distracts. Yeah. Um, King. she
1: like goes up and is like flirting. I think. Yeah. And she just distracts him. On the car ride home, they find out that the jury didn't charge the officer with mm-hmm. the murder of Khalil. And I was like that. Like I was hoping. I was reading this. So I was like, I'm hoping that this is going to go in our way. I was like. But this is replicating the real world, yeah, and, that's and the nice. real world is a fucking racist piece yeah. of shit. Um In chapter twenty-four, they drop Kenya and Lyric at their grandma's in case mom appears later. They're like, someone's gonna look after her. This
0: is chapter twenty-four. Yeah, I did my chap like my notes. Chapter oh, I got by chapter. chapter, twenty-three. They drop Kenya and Lyric off. Oh, that might be at the end. Um They head to. They, there's a protest going on, so they head to the protest. Yeah. Well, they kind of they pull over because Seven is angry and yeah. Chris
1: doesn't understand. But then again, I think. He's just like, I don't understand. Like, if he was murdered, why didn't they get arrested? And they're like, yeah, well, you wouldn't understand. I always think Devante's still in the car at this point. And they just kind of turn and go, Star, whatever you want to do, we're going to do. And she's like, we're going to protest. And again, at first, Chris doesn't understand, because he's like, well, I love you, so I'm going to stand by you. And they park outside of Just Us for Justice, and it's I know it's a a thing that
0: happens in the book and happens in real life, is where they spray paint, like, black-owned business. Um, So both gangs are standing they're like surrounding a police car they're shouting um people like they start to attack the police car um mm. someone's playing um fuck the police
1: and everyone joins in and, uh, yeah. there's a comment later which i have i've got folded over in my book um also um there are people who are making comments about chris being there yeah like, why is this white boy yeah. here and seven is like, "Are you still certain you want to be here?" and Chris is like, "If this is how you and star feel every single day, then I'm fine to be here. Yeah. this is
0: only one night if, yeah.
1: like if this is what you guys feel every single
0: day, I can put up with this so then things start to get a little bit more violent and for the, a, and it's the police throw some, like a fire thing into the crowd yeah. and for a second, star kind of kind of relishes in the idea of people starting to get a little bit more like riot like in their protest um until they start attacking the businesses and she's like no this isn't gonna solve anything um
1: hold on i'm just reaching for my book because in this bit there was a there was a moment that really made me laugh sorry you can hear like my house keys and my car keys um so they get back into the car and they're trying to drive somewhere and they're talking to chris what is it and um they're basically like um what was it they're basically talking about, like, oh,
0: how... Oh, um, is this about the mac yeah. and
1: cheese? Well, they're, like, oh, well, they're talking about how, like, Maverick was mad that, like, Chris is a white boy, but they're, like, hey, if you spit that NWA shit like you did back there, maybe he's just gonna think you're all right. And Chris is, like, what? You're surprised that a white boy knows the NWA? And he's, like... And then just about he turns around and goes, man, you're not white. You're light-skinned. <laughs> and then they just... And then uh, Star goes, like, I agree. And then they're talking about, like, they're gonna do, like, a test to see if he's really brat- black. So then they're asking like all questions. And they do it almost like a game show. And it's just again like in the time of all this serious stuff.
0: It was a like nice that moment.
1: moment. Of, but it just I wasn't expecting to be like man, you're not white, you're light skinned. It just made me fucking cackle. Uh,
0: they then decide that the best po- course of action is to head to the store to help yeah. protect it. But they run out of gas. <laughs>
1: well, no, there are roadblocks everywhere, and this is when they realize they have to drive through garden,
0: uh, garden, territory. disciple
1: territory, um, and Seven's just like look we'll be all right chapter 25 because seven said everything's gonna yep. be all right everything went wrong because all the streets are blocked off and then the car just runs out of gas they decide to walk to a gas station and then they hear somebody's making a speech and that there's a crowd
0: and they bump into miss ophrah yeah
1: and star realizes that they're on the street where like Khalil died mm-hmm. um and, and it, this is
0: a peaceful protest yeah
1: um, but there are cops there yeah um and miss ofra's like star can you do me a favor me as your attorney because I want to give you some advice, but as your attorney I can't oh yeah because so she star like,
0: wants to get involved and yeah. Miss Oprah's like no like this is not safe yeah. for you and then stars like no but like please I want to I want to help and she was like, well, I can't unless you fire me yeah
1: <laughs> and then she gets up and she makes a speech and it's a beautiful speech and mm-hmm. it's that thing of like you know Khalil lives, he lived yeah and we're here to remember that he lived and then one of the most powerful things is so the police are counting down like three two one like disperse. And they throw, immediately, they just throw tear gas, and it lands near Star, and she picks it up, and she throws it right back at the police. That is the most amazing Gen Z energy. Um, and again, I just want to give a little shout-out to those of Gen Z who, like, literally were there during the protests mm-hmm. in the past month, like, few months, yeah. and are just... I You know what? that Kids these days... I remember when I was, like... In secondary school we were learning about a civil rights movement but we're now living through one mm-hmm. but like social media like we have the series, like and the at uh, the educational side and then the things like Tiktok where it was like my favorite things that Gen Z have done during these protests so there were people just like sitting playing duck duck goose and like the cops can't leave if we don't leave so yeah. we're just gonna fuck up their dinner time <laughs> yeah. there were the people that took the horses Um, like it was just the fact that it was like we are protesting we are rioting but also Fuck the police. We are going to make this, like, such a shitty time for them and we're going to have fun with it. It was just the duck, duck, goose that got me or the woman twerking in front of the,
0: um, the <laughs> cop car. Yeah. Honestly, my heroes. Um, so I wanted to say as well, even though, right, so one of the, uh, it's Article 11, um, in has uh, something to do with America. Mm-hmm. <laughs> e- equality, human rights dot Equalityhumanrights.com, this is where I'm getting it from. Mm-hmm. Um, everyone has the right to freedom of peaceful assembly and, um to freedom of association association of others mm-hmm. um what they were doing was peaceful protest but the cops said it was an unlawful assembly and everybody needed to disperse yeah. right Just which what is they, what what, has,
1: what they do happened. all the time I mean, it happens
0: all the time right
1: and then they're the ones that start the aggression yeah again i've seen enough footage and proof of like oh god did you see that awful video if there were people peacefully kind of like sat and there was a line of cops in front of them and there was this guy and he was crying his eyes out. He was like, I have so much respect for you. You like, you know, cops are the real heroes Mm -hmm. and I just, I just want to understand what, like, have I done something to you? Have my people done something to you? Mm -hmm. Like, how can we make this better? Because I respect you and the cops are like there. Like, there's a group of them behind this line of cops and they go and they grab this guy and they drag him back. I was crying my eyes out. Like, why the fuck? This man is being peaceful and love it. I just don't, like, why are cops this way? Why the fuck? I honestly, I don't understand it. It makes me think of the Stanford Prison Experiment, where it's that experiment of, like, all... Yeah. It was all boys, and, like, half of them were told to be prisoners, and half were told to be, um like, the pri- like the police officers and, like, authority. They get power hungry. They get power hungry. Anyone
0: in a position of power becomes yeah.
1: consumed with it. And they immediately, like, within a few days of this experiment... And, like, if you're listening and you don't know what the Stanford Prison Experiment is like research it, it's very interesting. There is also a film with Ezra Miller, if you would like to just watch the film, but it's based on a true experiment. And the people in authority at that time immediately started to physically abuse people. And like psychologically, it is a thing. Um, We're gonna go back to the book. <laughs> All hell breaks loose. Um, Like the police officers fighting back. This is something, again, I liked that they kept it relatively similar to the scene in the book as they did in the film. Um, Cause I mean, Star, they throw one thing of tear gas and then they throw another and that's when Star like jumps off of the cop car. Yeah. And she like grabs the tear gas and she throws it back. Mm-hmm. And I think that, that looked like a therapeutic
0: moment where she was just like, no, fuck that. It literally reminds me of all of the um, TikTok videos. of Yeah. People doing...
1: it the baseball like the, bats. Do you know, the... like People like brought like tennis yeah. rackets. Because people are like, no, we're not having this shit today. I love that.
0: Um, we talk about, it's, it's still going on. It's still, it's still happening. It's, it's just not, um, media 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 the media
1: the media has decided that they're bored of it yeah they don't want to report about but it but even
0: it, it j- I hardly see I see maybe once one video a week on TikTok of protests
1: because it's almost like Black Lives Matter is just a trend yeah. and like while it's hot and trending on all social medias they'll talk about it mm-hmm. but when it's like quiet and down they're just like well no here's back to your regularly scheduled like here's a POV with some shitty acting let's go back to that. Um, um the there's tear gas everywhere. Devante's really struggling. Yeah. Obviously with the tear gas as well, they can't really see, they're struggling to breathe. And then one of the guys from the gang that accompanied Star
0: on the day of the trial is there and he They've got like a pickup truck. They yeah. help them into it and um Journalist gets on as well. Yeah. Um. They take him. Mm.
1: Oh, sorry, that was me. Also, um, when she's up there making her speech, she announces to everyone that she was the witness, yeah. and she's like, "I could tell you about his death, but in po- more importantly, I want to tell you about how he, he lived.
0: lived." Yeah, saying that his life was more important than the
1: way he died. Yeah. Um.
0: Um.
1: But they go to Maverick's shop, and they get milk, and they're pouring it
0: over their faces. Um. um everyone goes except for Devante Chris.
1: Star, Star and seven. seven
0: and then they realise that Star's parents are out in the riots looking for them because they know that they're there uh-huh. they um, make the joke that um they should move to Mexico um, Yeah, they should run to Mexico and, and they're I can't like, remember if it's Star or Seven they're like not even moving to Mexico is far enough away from our our parents If they... like they
1: will find us they'll be like why the <laughs> fuck are you going out in a riot or it, 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 at that point it was like a, it was still like a protest and then like the police escalated to a riot yeah um but then I don't know like, if they get locked in or something. It's so just the keys four are still in, the in the door. The keys are in the they, door. G- they
0: decide to go into the, like Maverick's the office, office because if they see on caller ID, like if their parents see on caller ID that they're in the shop, they're not going to be as mad. They, yeah. they know they're telling the truth. Yeah. Um, and then someone throws in a Molotov cocktail. Is yeah. That what it's called and they set the shop on fire while knowing yep. that they're in there. Yep. And because the keys are in the front door still... They can't get out. They can't get out. They try and get out the back exit, but they think it's, like, something's blocking it or, like, the lock. And they need the keys because there's also um, bars on the door as well to stop theft.
1: Um, Mr. Lewis is there and they're calling out for him and he calls out immediately. And it's, like, there's a guy called Tim and someone called Reuben, and, like, loads of people are running over. And then um, Star's parents arrive um and maverick has a like a pair of keys and they all make it out they're all safe mm-hmm. star's mum appears and again as a nurse is super helpful is helping everyone out and king rolls up and it's clear he set the fire yeah and like because he's there all smug um and then a police car and fire engine appear um and then the whole crowd just snitch on king and he and his men get arrested but mm-hmm. then like car i think is this when carlos appears and they're like um well you know, he that he's only here for the fire, they'll get him out in a few days. And yes. then Devante's like, Well, I know everything. I worked for him. I can snitch and he could he go away for longer and they're like, Yeah, of course he'll go away for longer if you're willing to like yeah. tell us everything. So
0: in the film, it's just like everyone says that it was King who set the fire and the police are like, Okay, arrest him mm. but the book makes it very clear that he'll he'll be out in like two days. Yeah. That's not gonna stop anything.
1: And that's why it's so big when Devante is like, yeah. "I will be a
0: witness." Mm-hmm. Um, so, final chapter. Yeah, chapter twenty six. Yep, um, I don't really have much for this. It's. I have a little bit. The I've got Star brings the story back to Khalil and vows that she will not give up on fighting mm. for a better ending. Again, this is taken mm. from Spark Notes, credit to Spark mm. Notes. I was to
1: say, so she wakes up the next morning and Miss Offra is called because it's um, Star's mum comes in It's like, Oh, you're yeah. like, your, your riot buddy is here. Um, and she's like, I'm really sorry for putting you in danger, but I'm also really proud. And also, you could have a future in activism, which actually reminds me of there is a wo- there's a young girl, well, not young girl, she's a woman called I think it's Canidra for Humanity. I think she had she watched um somebody be murdered by a police officer and she is now an activist. She is phenomenal. Um I think it's Canidra for We'll put her at in the thing. She's just I've I've learned so much by watching her social media. She's like so open to just educating. Um also, Star goes into the kitchen in the newspapers there and it says there's a picture of her throwing the tear gas and it just says the witness fights back. They make the decision that even though they are moving away, they still need to help their community. They go back to the store to assess the damage. And Mr. Lewis is there and he's like, look, I'm done with all this shit. I'm going to move. And he says he's going to give Maverick his shop. So that the community can community could have somewhere to go still, and it's got to be a place that Maverick's gonna be proud of, and also because their actual shop is like burnt to shit. Yeah, and, and like they a- say
0: as well after all of this, the big corporate companies aren't gonna wanna invest in places like Garden Heights, so they're only mm. if they're only really going to have, um, yeah, Maverick shop. So it's important for him to keep it open because mm. Maverick was kind of on the fence about, um, just letting yeah. it go or keeping it open and rebuilding it, um, yeah. Um, and then the last page
1: I'm just gonna read a little bit for a second so she basically turns around in the book and she's saying um, it would be easy to quit if it was just about me, Khalil that night and that cop. It's way more than that though it's about Seven, Sakani, Kenya, Devante. It's also about Oscar, Ayana, Trayvon and she just lists all these names and and like she goes through all the names of like people who've been killed and, um, are, and she ends with Philan- Philando, which is Philando Castile and then she goes, um, it's about that little boy in 1955 who nobody recognised at first, Emmett the messed up part, there's so many more and she's talking about how like, oh the, and the last few lines are just, Khalil, I'll never forget, I'll never give up, I'll never be quiet, I promise literally, I was reading this I was bawling my eyes out because it's that I know so many names on that list and there are so many more that... Because this book came out in 2017. Yeah. And, like, think of, like, all the horrific stuff that's happened since. I mean, even
0: in the past year.
1: In the past few months. It's been mad. I think that is the end of the book.
0: Yep, that is the end.
1: Um, I would recommend this book to literally everyone. The writing, the content, it just leaves you speechless. Because, as well, it's so topical. And right now it is a mirror of the world we're currently living in. Fuck
0: of mice and men. Fuck like, of my this men. needs to be on the yeah. GCSE curriculum.
1: Seriously, I agree. um And while it is not a, like it's not, and we were talking earlier. This is not a life that either of us have lived. Mm-mm. We have never had to have that talk with our parents, and nobody should have to have that talk with their parents. It's horrific. Mm-hmm. Um, was it? I was uh, the comment I made because I I did my overall thoughts at the end um because i've not lived this life i can identify the names at the end of the book and i can think about the news stories occurring right now and i'm infuriated with the lack of justice in the book but it, not as much fury as the lack of justice for george floyd for Breonna taylor for elijah McClain, who was murdered like over a year ago and there's over a year over a year and there's still no justice and for countless others who have lost their lives because of police brutality um there's also a point um i made at the bottom I kind of commented about the casting controversy so I'd remember to talk about it. Um it just reminded me of there was a speech, so there was a it was a conversation between four actresses. I can't remember her name for the life of me. It was the woman who plays uh Jane in Jane the Virgin. Mm-hmm. i like I can see her face so clearly. Um then there was I think Gabrielle Union, Ellen Pompeo, and Emma Roberts. Um and they were doing like women in Hollywoods like having a discussion, and I don't remember what happened, but eventually kind of Ellen Pompeo just turns around and she talks about um, when I walked into the room today, I saw a lot of women, but I didn't see a lot of color, and as white people, we created the problem, so it is our job to create more opportunities to help. We need to help be the problems like solvers. Because we are the souls that, well, she didn't use that word, but she's like, we're the ones that created this situation, mm-hmm. so we need to be the ones that get us out of it. And I was like, that is, I don't mean, I was watching Gabrielle Union's face, she was like, mm mm-hmm. yeah, I'm I'm here for this energy, mm-hmm. um, It's just about she just, like, dad-ass just turns around and is like, I saw a lot of colour. Like, I didn't see a lot of colour when I walked into this room. And I love, like, whenever I work on a project, I want to see the world that I live in replicated. Represented. represented.
0: And I just loved that. Um, So we were talking last night, I think. Um, I was... I wanted to get um, reviews from, you know, Mm -hmm. the people with this book actually addresses like black people and people of color. Mm-hmm. So I went on to YouTube. I searched for just reviews on the book and the film. So I've got a couple I'm going to recommend. Mm-hmm. Um so I think it's I'm if it's if I'm pronouncing this wrong I'm really sorry. I think it's Jawsy. Um our, our We'll, we'll tag... We'll put, yeah, we'll put them we're in the gonna, description.
1: We're going to do a lot, put a lot of things in the description.
0: Uh-huh. But she talks about how she thinks that the movie misses the mark on several factors. Um, and then there's I Define Me. Um, she gives a review on the book and the film and does like a mm. side-by-side comparison. There's a couple more, but I'll add them to the description mm. as well. So if you want um, a review from t- a person of colour... That can speak accurately yeah because we speak about the accuracy of the book and the film
1: yeah because we're i mean we're two two white girls talking about this as our opinion but we're not the ones whose opinions necessarily matter as white allies voicing our opinion and voicing our support for you know the black com- like community it's important but what really needs to be happening is people with with platforms need to be helping uplift black voices in this time mm-hmm. But also, white silence equals violence. Because yes. if we're not here to help and speak out, what's the fucking point? Um, I was also going to say I would want to recommend some books. What's I think there's a book. I don't know if you have it as well, but it's I can't remember who it's by, but it's Why I'm Not Talking to White People About Race anymore.
0: I was trying to get it, but um, it was sold
1: out. Mm. Um, a book that I bought online. Here we go. The New Jim Crow. Mass Incarceration in the Age of Colour Blindness by uh, Michelle Alexander and Cornell West. I'm a few pages into this book, and holy shit, it is basically talking about how um, America, like, the American prison system is just legalised slavery, and, like, it is literally, in, like, in the Constitution, I think, about, like, how slavery can be abolished unless, um, like, unless it's, like, in a prison setting. Mm-hmm. And... Um, God, what is it? There is a phenomenal, I don't know how to pronounce her last name. Is it Ava DuVernay? DuVernay? She is a director, she's a badass. Um, she made a documentary which is called 13th, which is about the 13th amendment, which
0: is again talking about the, I was literally just going to say the same thing
1: and it's talking about
0: um, racial inequality in racial the United inequality States and again and about the prison, prison system. system. Um
1: I just think that those are just some things I would like to recommend. I also, I'm always actively trying to look for other. If anyone's got any
0: suggestions. If anyone
1: has suggestions, we are open. We want. um, I mean, I'm looking at a list now of like other books that I'm going to add to my to be bought list because I need to wait for payday. (laughs) Um, But there is so much. Also, it's a conversation about. And I've seen a lot of, um, like, black creators talking about this, of, like, don't turn to your black friends and say, hey, can you educate me? Because they're like, we're living through this racism. We don't have time to fight racism and also educate you, a white privileged person. The
0: resources are there. The resources are there. You need to just take the time. Yeah, don't be lazy. Go look, like, there are YouTube videos. I did also see someone being like, don't be afraid to ask those questions. um, If there's questions you can't find the answers for then Hmm. sure go ahead but take the time out before you go like interviewing people yeah Um,
1: and also i think it's like that concept of tread carefully when you're asking questions because you can't just turn to somebody and be like well have you ever been harassed by police because actually you don't know what kind of traumatic memory is going to come from that mm -hmm. so it's just be careful make sure you just do your research Don't be afraid to ask questions, but don't turn around and expect them to give you the education because that's not how life works. Yeah. Um, I know that this is gonna be a long episode, but I was saying to Maddie. But at the same time, I think if there's any episode that should be long, I think it is this one because there Mm. is an important discussion to be had. It is an ongoing issue, it is an issue for everybody. Also, it is Black History Month. It
0: is Black History Month. Happy Black History Month. I was saying as well, next week's is probably gonna be. Sorry, my water, that's my water bottle. <laughs> <laughs> Next week's episode is probably going to be long as well because it discusses some feminism topics.
1: Isn't um, it? Because um, Cinderella is Dead also isn't it an LGBTQ yep. plus storyline yep. with a pop lead. Yes. Honestly, this is the kind of literature that needs to be supported. Mm-hmm. This is what i like to see. I would like to see more. Um, I'm really enjoying it so far. I'm looking forward to it. I've just been so... 'Cause I think Ma- Maddie and I both work two jobs. Yep. So it's like this week has just been mad. I read like I had a sick day, so I read The Hate You Given a Day. I need to get back onto reading Um Cinderella is Dead. But I'm I'm finding it quite easy to read, so I think I just need to sit down. It's definitely
0: targeted at a younger audience.
1: Yeah. But again, that is a good thing, having mm. that kind of... These kinds of conversations targeted to a yeah. younger audience.
0: Like, um, I would say this is targeted to a younger audience as well.
1: It is, but at the same time, I felt like I wasn't... It it didn't feel too young. No. It's like, a topic that... It's a topic that I, I think the book could be read by anybody because yeah. it is from this girl's perspective. The only parts that I felt were too young for me was there was that bit where her and Chris were kissing... <laughs> oh, getting spicy. That's the only bit because I was like... I'm a 21 year old woman, and she is a young, you know, she's a teenager. That's something I don't want to be reading about because <laughs> I felt I felt uncomfortable. Mm-hmm. But that is the only thing. In general, I think the concept and the topics being discussed are super important. Though. Yeah, I would recommend to anybody. Yeah. So next week is Cinderella, Cinderella is, is dead. dead. I'm. We're very excited because November is our month of stand-alone. standalone slash only one one of the series <laughs> as of yet. Yeah. Um. So. And Maddie's excited because I'm eventually, I'm actually going to start to read
0: Crescent City. I'm going to reread it. Mainly because I can't remember what happened, yeah. but also because it was really good. Yeah. And I read through it. I read it in a day. And it's a thick book. It's like
1: this thick. big. Um, I remember Maddie texting me because I don't know what this means, but there's like a thing about light it up, bitch. Yeah. And Maddie and I text each other just light it up, bitch. And I'm excited to figure out what that's
0: all about. Yeah. Um, Bryce says light it up, bitch. And then Danica replies with light it up, soul. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's the quote hold okay. on hold on
1: well I can't wait to meet these characters Um, what what are your final as we wrap up what are your final kind of thoughts and comments on the hate you give everyone should read it everyone should read it I think it should be brought into schools because yeah. it is contemporary a lot of the kids of our age I think it's such an important thing for them to read Of my and Men is interesting but if I like, if I had to read one more article about um Curly's wife's red nails mean something, I think instead they should be, like, reading more topical things. And as well, it would benefit kids in exams because they can talk about the situations happening in real life. Mm-hmm. I mean, I had a student a few weeks ago. She wrote... Um, a speech about ending the gender pay gap. But she'd obviously done her research and she knew at the drop of a hat, she was bringing out statistics, not just for the United Kingdom, but like worldwide, and was then talking about, but the gender pay gap, it's not just an issue between men and women, but as you go into like, you know, more minorities, and like like men and women of colour, they Mm. get paid less and less and less. So why the fuck do we need to end this? Well, I'm going to give you a five minute speech telling you why. And this is a kid in like bottom set English. Yeah and i was like this is like this is the energy that we like these these are
0: the kinds of kids that are going to change the future we need more cross curricular um uh, the yeah topics let's just say topics right mm. um it's fair enough learning about the civil rights movement in history right but why not just transfer that along to English you can learn about it alongside English yeah. why are we separating them so completely where we're reading a book and analyzing the color of someone's fingernails mm. I don't I, understand
1: I saw a video I shared it on Twitter so I don't know if you've seen it as well it's about a guy because uh, this woman's like black lives matter lol only kidding all lives matter da, da, da. and this guy responds is like okay but if you want to talk about privilege your history is a like everyone studies mine is an elective yeah i wholeheartedly with my whole chest believe that we should all learn about like like world histories because i mean i remember the only history i've learned is about like british history we don't learn about the awful things that we did as white people
0: we don't learn about it yeah see i did our history is so whitewashed obviously nazi germany i feel like everybody does nazi germany Mm. because it is an important part of history and then i did um american civil rights so Mm. i did that yeah but other than that it's i mean ours is a lot more world histories than america's is oh yeah (laughs) that's uh it's heading in the right Mm. direction but it's nowhere near where it's supposed to be
1: I um I spoke to an American once who was like I didn't understand like how much history the Brits have. I was like, what do you mean? He was and he was like, well, we only go back so far, but you guys have like the two because obviously when oh yeah when true. um when the British went across and you know committed a genocide, um which again I don't understand the I don't understand Thanksgiving because that is literally celebrating a genocide. I don't know if maybe that's just me misunderstanding the situation, but that's basically
0: what happened. Have you seen? the uh it's a h3h3 productions it's a podcast with trisha paytas love that mm. woman have you seen it no when i say love that woman i say that very sarcastically just For the record um she's a source of entertainment for us but also some her of her co- full processes her cover
1: of shallow honestly if i'm having a bad day i watch her <laughs> pretend to be bradley and lady gaga
0: but also the like two hour long video of her playing every part in beetlejuice is also yeah. iconic um so i can't remember his name um but
1: she is also like
0: is it transphobic yes so we even don't, though she said she was trans and then we don't support her we don't support she's her she's just
1: entertaining to laugh at. yep um although i did appreciate didn't she do like a big thing about calling out like david dobrik's friends and was yeah. like do you understand there is like a lot of genuinely concerning stuff uh-huh. but no one's gonna believe me because i'm trisha paytas who makes dumb videos yeah and i was like that never took off, I think, because there's... Yeah, that's a whole... That's a whole other conversation.
0: Yep, so... This podcast with Trish <laughs> podcast Patis. Podcast with yep. Trish Patis. Um. So, Ethan... Have you watched H3H3? No. Okay, so his name's Ethan, and then his wife is also normally on the podcast. I don't... I haven't seen the clips of her in it, so I don't know if she was in this episode. Um, He says to Trish Patis, Oh, happy Columbus Day, or is it um National Indigenous Peoples Day? Um... And Trish Peters gets really offended by the prospect of it being Indigenous Pe- people's Day. You're joking. Um, she's like, "That's ridiculous." Like, no. <laughs> uh, yeah, um, and it even like explains to her what happened, and she's like, "Oh no, well it's still Columbus Day." Um, Fuck Christopher Columbus. Yep. Yeah. And um, she says something along the lines of, "Well, Happy Columbus Day, except um, um, except for Columbus." And he was like, but it's Christopher Columbus Day. You can't say happy, happy Columbus Day. And then you have to watch the video. It's honestly, it's like oh. a 15 minute video. It's just Trisha Paytas being mm. Trisha Paytas, but a lot worse than what she's been recently. Mm. Mm. Yeah. Mm. Anyway. Anyway. Um,
1: I just say, I think I actually give that book a five out of five. I'd give that five out of five stars. I think it's... Just as well, the time, the timing of reading that, and yeah. like seeing, and also the anger—it made me feel. It's not even a fraction of the anger that I feel at like the fact that there's not justice for like George mm-hmm. Floyd, or Brianna Taylor, or Elijah McClain. Yeah. that fury is another level. But in this fictional world, I was like hoping, and I was like, no, nope, re- it's replicating real life. There is no justice, and that is fucking twisted. Yeah. But I think the book is phenomenal. The writing is amazing. Um all of the characters just have these like stunning layers Mm -hmm. angie thomas love her
0: what a woman her style of writing isn't necessary for necessarily for me personally but Mm. i did enjoy the book and i did enjoy um the way it handled the topic yeah um and i think everybody should read it
1: i think everyone should read it
0: um amanda Stenberg. Love her. Her performance was incredible. I am going to watch the film at some point this week. I should have done it this week, but I just had literally no time. Uh, yeah, I don't blame you. That was me last week. Yeah. Because I was literally writing my notes as we yeah. were saying the podcast, trying yeah. to do the podcast because I didn't have time to do anything. Yeah. Um, so I feel okay. But I will pain. watch it.
1: And I just know I'm going to get so angry all over again. But that is the thing. I think that anger is, like, such a momentum yeah. to, like, keep...
0: You know, educating. Sorry, you were going to say no, something. No, really quick. In the film, they change it at the end, um, Sakani grabs um, Maverick's gun and mm-hmm. it, ends in, they, it ends in an argument between Maverick and King and he grabs the gun and points it at both of them and he tells them to stop arguing and police officers show up, um, mm-hmm. which is completely different to how the book ends. Um, I thought it was interesting that they chose to do that. Mm. Um, but it does, like... Um, solidify that whole FUG Life acronym. Yeah. It was a very um visual representation of that. So I understand mm-hmm. why they did it. Um but I just thought we should make that note.
1: Yes, that is important to me. See I just still that one
0: quote oh, I sent Maddie a quote. There's a bunch of quotes in the book that I love. There's I'm gonna w- make a TikTok of all of the yeah. our favourite quotes from the book.
1: There was one. I can't remember where it happens in the book. Um oh it was um it's in the interview with um 115's dad Mm -hmm. and um that he's saying all these fucking lies and the dad's like oh my son wanted to work in garden heights and you know change people's lives and um star is thinking funny slave masters thought they were making a difference in black people's lives too saving them from their wild african ways same shit different century i just wish people like them would stop thinking that people like me need saving honestly the fucking just same same shit different century i just love the writing right it is five past seven (laughs) five past seven we've been recording for a while um enjoy listening to this like over
0: two hours long
1: i am okay with that it's an important subject um thank you for tuning in thank Mm -hmm. you for everyone getting involved and interacting with us on social media we are really loving it um keep uh i mean normally we do like the you know follow us on social medias and stuff and do all that but um, we're going to attach a lot of resources and like accounts that we've learned yep. from. Please educate
0: yourselves. Go watch
1: them. Go follow their yeah. accounts. Black Lives Matter. Mm-hmm. We stand by that. Yep. We will continue to educate ourselves. And we just hope you do the same. American listeners, please, I am begging you, reg- make sure you are registered to vote. Early voting is nearly over. F- get that... F- fucking <laughs>
0: asshole out. I thought you was gonna call him a cheeto.
1: <laughs> no. I, I feel bad. We've been joking that Trump's a clown but honestly that is disrespectful to clowns. Like, just vote that asshole, that racist, <laughs> rapist, fucking child molester out. Because he just gives people... People are like, what well, if the president's racist? I'm allowed to exhibit my racist behaviours. No. I'm not a racist, I just exhibit their
0: behaviours. A.K.A. haley Lug. the book. Look, think about this. You've got your opportunity to get him out now. What have we got, another three years to get Boris out? Yeah. <laughs> so,
1: you use your right to vote. Pe- people died to get the right to vote. So, make sure that you use it. It is an honour. Go and vote. I believe in you. and Get that cheeto out of there.
0: Okay, right. Okay, go. Thank you. We're going to peace out. We're going to peace out. Bye. Bye,
1: guys.